This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. The other thing I forgot to mention to uh, Gabby. What's that? Was if I'm looking at my phone while she's talking, I'm not ignoring her. I'm just making sure our next <laughs> bullet is ready. Oh, I yeah, felt yeah. bad because I was like looking down and she's like talking to me and I'm like, it's like uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording. By the way. I know. I know we are. You always do that to me. I hey, do. everyone uh, in the land of audio stuff where you're listening to podcasts, uh, it's the Dorkside News. Um, if you're not familiar with the podcast, we bring you news and sometimes we bring you celebrities. We have an A-list celebrity tonight. He's uh back again, actually. He was he's been with us before, and instead of doing a full-on interview, which you guys hopefully have listened to already, he's just gonna do the news with us. Uh Byron's here today. What's Hello. up, Byron? How's it going, man? Uh Blade Two, <laughs> I guess, because <laughs> he's got some words on that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he I think he's gonna take off the celebrity tag and become a <laughs> shoe mogul or something else. So <laughs> sure he'll have, he'll have a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh I'm Richard. I'm James. Um, Frankie's not here today, so there you go. That's why we have our celebrity. <laughs> All right, uh, Byron, you want to just kind of give yourself an introduction so uh, people at home, uh, if they don't know who you are or they don't know who they're listening to, uh, can kind of get an idea who you are. Sure thing, man. Uh, it's Byron Times Ten Smith. Uh, that is all social media links there. Uh, actor, mentor, entertainer, just. Consider myself a cool guy, you know. <laughs> I, is, is that how you pronounce that middle times middle, ten? Times ten. That's it. I I always said X ten. I was like, okay, good to know. Well, uh, I said Christian, so because <laughs> cross Christ Christ. Oh. Oh, cross cross ten. Yeah. So uh, I always thought it was Christian. I don't know. No, no, no. Times ten is actually <laughs> a superhero that I actually that's like my version of Superman. Gotcha. Okay. Nice. Yeah. It's like Ko Ken. Times t- no, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that one. Um, if you guys uh, like us or don't like us, let us know on Smash Bomb before we get started. Uh, I always have to mention Smash Bomb because Dave the Bird, who is over at Smash Bomb, was super cool and let us partner with him. So yeah, he yeah, sends me stuff like cool. Smash Bomb is cool, and I say <laughs> yeah, Smash Bomb is cool. It actually really is cool. It, it lets is. you uh, rate anything. So like normally you go to Rotten Tomatoes to be like, okay, this movie sucked. But you can also go to Smashbound and be like, this podcast sucked. This book sucked. Wow. This song sucked. Like you can you can rate everything there. And so that's why I like it. You can just listen to every, whatever whatever it's it like was. The, the one rating site to rule them all. Yeah. And if you go to that site, you'll see my rating on Mortal Engines. <laughs> How bad that one was. Mortal Engines, I believe I gave it a two because of graphics. Really? That was the only thing that saved it was the CGI was amazing. Out, out of a hundred? Out of yeah, it should have been. <laughs> It was out of 10, but I was being oh, nice. You were being nice. All right. So let's start with the news. Um, we mentioned, I think maybe we mentioned earlier that Disney Plus is going to be an add-on to Hulu now since Disney owns, well, the world, it seems like, everything. Um, but they came up with a price today, too, and there's an extra little addition. So if you have Hulu, when Disney Plus comes out in November, you can uh, pay $13 for Hulu. To get Hulu, I believe it's ad free. If it's not, I'm going to lose my damn mind. It should be ad free. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's not the ad free version. I think you it have to better be. <laughs> I, think, I think you have to pay an extra four bucks or something. I'm like going to be so mad. Um, you get Hulu, you get ESPN Plus, and then you get Disney Plus all in one package. And Disney Plus, like I keep saying to Rich, is a big enough streaming service by itself 
I'm going to have content for days. Yeah. He thinks I'm going to get sick of it in about a month. I, I'm going to have plenty, plenty to watch with all the shows. And then, you know, Star Wars, The Mandalorian. Byron, uh, are, are you a streamer? I am. You have Netflix? Netflix. Hulu. You, have Hulu? you do have Hulu? Mm-hmm. Here's the real question. Do you have cable? No. Yeah, see? That's the times right now. Nobody <laughs> has cable anymore. No. Nope. Unless you're like over 50, it seems like. And then you got to watch your soap operas. Or... If, <laughs> I, I think if you're 35 to 50, you have both. Yeah. If you're 50 plus, you probably just have Netflix, maybe. Well, plus, plus cable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, That seemed exciting because Hulu itself is... Rich, do you remember how much it was? It was like seven bucks, right? I think... Uh, well, when I when I paid for Hulu, I always paid for the ad free version. Yeah. So that meant I was paying I don't know 10, 10, 10 11, 12. 12 so something like that. That was that was for the ad free version. ESPN Plus. I'm pretty sure some people are going to be freaking out about. That. Is it ESPN ESPN Plus or ESPN? I, I believe it's called ESPN Plus. Is okay. what it was called. Right. I, I have ESPN written down, but I think it was called ESPN Plus because there's a logo. And we have the link there too. If you click on it, you'll see it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but I would say ESPN Plus is probably about a ten dollars worth subscription per month. So, so they price themselves equal to Netflix. Yeah, but then they added three things together, which might be what it takes to be the equivalent of Netflix. Yeah, you know, day one. I mean, you give Disney Plus two years if they come out with mm, two to three original content, full bingeable shows every single month for two years just like just like netflix right netflix comes out with i don't know how many five five yeah. new original content shows every month um, i would say a week it seems like it's every time i turn my <laughs> I, netflix I on it's something new <laughs> I, it's a lot it's a lot it's definitely a, it's a lot so you think times five years there's gonna be so much content on netflix of just theirs yeah. not alone you know now let, let alone somebody else's so eventually disney will catch up but in the meantime i think they need that package to if they want to compete and I don't even know why they're competing because I'm going to want to watch MCU content. Yeah. And I'm going to want to watch Amazon prime originals, the boys, and I'm going to want, want to watch Netflix. I mean, yeah, I have the big three. Uh, Well, actually, no, I have the big two right now. I don't have Hulu because I don't have Disney plus yet. I used to have Hulu. My girlfriend has Hulu. I I had no reason to have it anymore. (laughs) The only one that I can think of that is on Hulu was um, Handmaid's Tale, I think, which was the only interesting one I could I that remember. Was great. And I believe Misfits was on there too, but I think Misfits is also on Netflix now. I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of um, old Fox stuff like The Runaways. I think X Files, um, all that stuff is on is on Hulu. That's pretty cool. And The, the Runaways is good. It's Marvel. Yeah. And well, and then you know, um, because Disney owns Fox now, you're gonna get. Stimpsons and X Files back and yeah. all this is stuff. Lisa a, a Disney princess now? I, yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this next one's really interesting. Um, Byron, you're about you're about my age, I would say. Have you heard of the Babysitters Club? I have. It was a book. Yeah. Um, actually, Alicia Silverstone, who's um, the main actress role in it, is also about my age. I think probably be about a little bit older. Uh, she's a throwback as well. She's 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 older because she was a hottie uh, in yeah. the music video, um, and and quite a few shows. She was probably a teenager ish, maybe twenty ish when yeah. Clueless came out. Yeah, I think exactly. I was probably about ten, so maybe she's a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, but, she's like my age. But she's gonna be um, 
the main actress of Babysitter's Club, and Netflix is going to make a Babysitter's Club show. Really? So that's interesting. <laughs> I, I don't hate the idea. Uh, I like it when Netflix tries to adapt things as long as it's not anime. I watch an awful lot of content on Netflix that I would normally consider like chick flick kind of stuff. Yeah. Because it's also good. It's it, just good. And I'm like, well, I need content. And it's there. And I just hit play. And there you go. Oh, what was that one that just came out with Ali Wong? Um, dang it. The one that has Keanu the, Reeves in it. What? Ali Keanu Wong. Reeves? Keanu Reeves. Uh, Ali Wong. She was... Uh, the, Ke- the romantic comedy one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that um, one was so good. And like, she's like a... A cook or... A restaurateur. A restaurateur. That's yeah. The and then for. he's like kind of like a nobody. Yeah. And yep. she comes back and. I yeah. cannot believe I cannot remember the name <laughs> right now. Uh, but. People that, know what we're talking about. Yeah. People know. There's someone screaming at the radio right now. It's that movie. And I, I just can't think of it. <laughs> yeah. But that is, that is one of those like romantic comedies where I was like, this movie's hilarious. I actually it, didn't watch that one. Oh my God. <laughs> for the first time, I think I got you. I, I, I watched know, something and, you didn't. <laughs> and it's like. My girlfriend's Filipina, so like she wants to watch a lot of the like, I don't know, Asian Asian rom com kind of stuff things, but um, yeah, I got I escaped that one. I think so. it was maybe something. Or, she watched it. Yeah, I remember. So I didn't have to. It was good. <laughs> it was good. Um, we we talked about this in the last episode, but um, I just wanted to reiterate. So. Mm-hmm. Andy Serkis. Do you know who Andy Serkis is, Byron? One of my favorite actors, yeah. He's going to direct the next Venom movie. What? Which, that alone was mind-blowing, but I don't even I don't even know where to go. Um, we, Rich and I, are not too fond of the Venom movie because it was... Okay, I won't say not too fond. Not too fond of the adaptation itself. The movie was good, but... I just wish its name wasn't Venom. Yeah. I, I just wish, wish it, was it wasn't Venom. The and... Symbiote or something like yeah. that. <laughs> because... It has really, other than the visual appearance, which might have well, it might as well have been like a spawn thing or something either yeah. too, right? Um, like they just took this other random thing and threw it in and called it Venom, and I don't know. I'm like, the more they use it, the the further out until the MCU is allowed to use it. The yeah. MCU can't use it, can't connect with it. The character is not Eddie Brock. He's just some guy named Eddie Brock. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think his personality is a good fit for Eddie Brock. He didn't work for the same newspaper. I don't even know. Like they own the rights for daily bugle. So why didn't he work for the daily bugle? He worked for Infowars or something. (laughs) Alex Jones. It just makes no sense. And people are probably sick of hearing me rant about (laughs) the inanity of, well, we're going to we're going to rant about it a lot more because there's three more Venom movies coming yeah, apparently. I know. And he signed on to direct three. He signed on to, no, no, to no, direct he, at least the first one, the ah, next one. The okay. actor signed on for three more Venom movies. Andy Serkis is uh just Venom 2 so far. And wow. I just want to bring it up cuz he's already saying he has very clear ideas about what he wants to do. And he mentioned in the interview or what it, you know the, the article I was reading that it would be otherworldly. And I don't know if he meant that literally, like they're going to another world right. or another realm, or if they're, he thinks it's going to be so good that it'll, it'll blow our minds that kind of otherworldly. I don't know. I'm curious because they're talking about doing a, well, I guess it's already a thing. So Morbius is a movie that's going to happen, yeah. which is weird because again, um, as the MCU decides to introduce Blade, 
they, I guess, won't have Morbius because um, <laughs> Sony has the rights to Morbius. That's so, it's just weird timing because they just announced, and I, I'm sure you got some stuff to say about this <laughs> one, but they just announced Mahershala Ali is Blade. So that means probably within the next two or three years, I would say three because the the schedule we got was for the next two years, Right. Um, Blade will be coming out. So, and Morbius, them announcing it, but not in production yet. That's yeah, probably that's at true. least two years away. So you're going to have a, a weird Sony Morbius movie that's not supposed to be tied to Blade, but could be. Well, and Morbius has so much background that has nothing to do with Blade. Yeah. But Blade has a lot of background that has to do with Morbius. Right. So that's where they can totally, they're fine. They Sony can totally do a bunch of movies with Morbius, I guess, if they want. And not ever have Blade, not ha- ever have a lot of the other characters, I guess, it, weirdly enough. I mean, Morbius... I don't know. It'd be like the, no the Supergirl thing or whatever. We'll like, have a whole conversation at the end after the news <laughs> about. It just, it reminds me of the Supergirl thing where, uh, you know, Supergirl is the cousin of Superman. Yeah. And they're like, we're never going to actually show Superman, but you know, it's about something like Superman. But then I think they went back in that and they have Superman. So Superman yeah. was in the very first yeah. episode of Supergirl. No, he was, it was like a cape or something. You didn't actually see him if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, it, and they did that with Smallville as well. They were like, "Well, never. He's never going to wear the suit. No, he's never going to fly." No, but he was in season one of, of Superman. Yeah, he was. I think they went back on it and they brought. He him was in. like Italian American Superman. <laughs> that guy was very <laughs> swarthy. I don't know. He was. He was not the normal Superman that I'm used to. Yeah. Um. So in the last podcast, we mentioned that Queen Latifah is going to be uh, Ursula in Little Mermaid. And we're not wrong, but we weren't right either. <laughs> Let's figure that one that out. It happens so often. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, Queen Latifah is going to be playing Ursula, uh, but it's going to be the, I don't even know how to begin to describe this, the live action stage performance that is going to be recorded and broadcast on ABC. Yeah. So that's confusing as all hell. I don't know if you use the word recorded. I mean, I'm sure it is. Well, it's probably broad, broadcast. Broadcast. To a, you know, yeah. And it's filmed in front of a live audience as well. <laughs> so they, they put that in the article. Like, okay. that's a big I, deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's recorded in front of a live audience. All right. Um, so essentially, they're just recording a theatrical production. Yeah. Like, that's... Yep. It's just a stage play. Yep. Yeah. It's like the Cursed Child or... Um, hmm. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? Yeah. Yeah, because that was a stage play, but they want to make it a. What, what no, you guys see that live? That that is an incredible, incredible performance. They do actual magic tricks on stage, <laughs> like they had like it's. I, I don't know how many uh, live action productions have, um, have magician like magic tricks on stage, but they do it. Unless it's just a magic show. They the when they were doing casting calls for that show, they uh, they require you to have background in either magic or super, super great timing because you have to like, you know, walk onto the platform at the exact right moment. So you just vanish. Wow. Yeah. It's That's supposed to be super cool. hardcore. Um, so I was kind of a little um, deflated with this one because I thought Queen Latifah would be cool as Ursula, which again, she's still going to be Ursula, but it's going to be in the live action. So it, or the, the, not the live action, the <laughs> stage performance one. Uh, the live action one still might have Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, yeah. but it should be it should be funny. Yeah, but the interesting thing was is they brought in some major big names to play the other parts. So I, I hope I said his name right. Um, yes, yeah, it's 
It's a Hawaiian name. That's why I can't get it right. Uh, Auli'i Cravalho, I think is how you say it. Uh, she did the voice of Moana, and she's going to be Ariel. So that's mm. already good because Moana could, or at least in Moana, she could sing. So we know yeah. Ariel's going to be able to sing. Nice. And Shaggy is going to be Sebastian, and not Shaggy <laughs> from Scooby-Doo. Shaggy, the singer, is going to be Sebastian. Um, like out on, out on stage? Out on stage. Okay. Yeah. And so the it went down for me a little bit because I was like, ah, it's a stage play. But then it went up because you got these big names in here now. Yeah. So, so, so Shaggy's going to have like big lobster claws. I guess so. <laughs> like you have to really visualize the outfits these people yeah. are going to be wearing. And I, I swear to you, if he doesn't like clip somebody and say it wasn't me, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> um, it should be interesting to say the least. I'm not going to say anything bad or good about it because I, I don't know how it's going to play out. Yeah. Um, you, you said you've seen the Grease one, right? Yeah. Did no. you like the Grease one? It was fun. I mean, okay. for a newer generation, it was it was what it was. It was. Fun. But so, what, did you watch it as on TV? Yeah. Okay. So was it was it interesting to still watch like that instead of watching it like as a? As, it, like, it was as something you're not used to. So in a way, it was kind of jarring a little bit, but that's kind of hard to explain. It was just a different experience because it, it's normally done in just the theater. Yeah. So to see them like cutting and trying to change the stage around. And, you saw all that live. That's cool. I so, see. I think. I think I like that because yeah. I like when I can see the stuff on stage happening. Right. Like you're the my. I been, I was not trained, but I was taught a lot of stuff by a magician when I was in high school, because he's now a professional magician. Um, to never look where they're wanting you to look. Right. And so whenever I go to a stage play and I see the, like, the actors doing the stuff, I'm always looking off to the left or the right and watching them like bring pieces of the set on. Yeah. Well, they're trying to distract you by, you know, doing something. So it should be cool to see that part at least. I, um, so did either of you watch The Hobbit in 48 frames per, per second? No. In theater? I haven't even watched The Hobbit, period. Seen, no. <laughs> so uh, have you watched any movies in 48 frames per second? No. So I've seen it in 70 millimeters. Does that count? No. <laughs> so I, I saw, you uh, know, Hateful Eight in 70 a lot of, uh, a lot of hardcore ha- haters uh, who hate change despise 48 frames per second right because movies are normally shot in come on byron what do you mean oh like you talking frames, about... frames per second how many frames per second i don't know 24 man. he's 24. like i just asked I'm just, man I'm just it's asked. 24 <laughs> it's super low you, youtube is 30 youtube is 30 uh movie cinema movies are 24 standard video games are 60 well the video games they don't want you to, to see lag yeah so they try to go with an average of 60, which means that the peak is, should be about 110 so that, uh, when they are slow down, it goes down to a rate that is average is 60. Okay. Yeah. So, um, 48 frames per second is twice as fast as the number of frames that you normally see in a movie in a theater. And so you say, well, wait a minute. Like, so movie theaters, like top notch, uh, Avengers Endgame or whatever, those are 24 frames per second. The Hobbit was shown in 48. And the effect, which movie critics hated, was to turn the movie into, instead of you looking at a screen, it's like it's a window. And on the other side of the window is a live action production. It is so, I think it's incredibly cool. Yeah. It feels like that because I like going to 
to stage productions like mm-hmm. uh, Wicked and, and stuff like that. And it feels like being there and that you can just like look through this glass because um, the human eye can see, um, I guess, the skipped frames in 24 frames per second. There's like a blur that makes it look a certain way, feel a certain way. Some Mm -hmm. some people really like it, like it's a cinematic feel. But I would love to see one of these live productions, like like the Little Mermaid Live or whatever, in 48 frames per second and see if it can recreate really that experience. Because so many people will never go to a play. Yeah. Mm. Either because they have a bias, like they they don't understand how cool it is, or they just can't afford it. Because they typically, for, for the, I mean, they're long. Yeah. I mean, the so that's, I mean, that's one thing. I think it's worth the money. But uh, Harry Potter and the, um, the whatever child, Chris Child. That's a three-hour or four-hour show. I think it's four hours. They have an intermission. They do. So, oh, so you have to buy the tickets twice, <laughs> and you might go on different days because really? maybe you don't have that much time. Yeah. So it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, wow. But yeah, most people you go you go for the the three hours or two and a half hours, whatever. Then you have a half hour break and uh, you take pictures with the, the cast out in the, in the hall and stuff like that. If you've ever gone to a, a live action production thing and then you go back you go back in if you bought the second set of tickets. See, I've, I've gone to two um, production stage productions out here. Yeah. One was uh, rock of ages, which I absolutely loved. And I was a little upset. That they is gone now, but not all stage plays can stay here forever. I.e. Lion King, because I missed that one. Oh, man. Um, but I also saw um, uh, the Jabberwockies, and that was really cool because they get, I got to see them afterwards. Like, they came out. Again, you don't know who's who because they won't. They refuse to take the mask off. Sure. So, <laughs> and, and that's standard. That's yeah. standard that they come out, and you can take pictures and <clears throat> meet the people. And see, it's funny because I, I've, I've heard people be like, oh, four hours for a play? I don't think I can do that. It's like, you just watched Endgame, which was <laughs> almost three and a half hours. You can do it, okay? Yeah. And I watched uh, Hateful Eight um, in the special film that they filmed it in yeah. with the intermission in it, too. I love intermissions, man. I like movies with intermissions. You get to stand up. You get to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, Endgame, you know, honestly, Endgame was enough that it kept, kept me going and I, I didn't feel the burn yeah. until yeah. suddenly it was like, oh man, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like the movie's three hours and 20 minutes long. You got three hours and 19. You're like, I just realized I'm going to die. I think it's torture. Like I, I just, I just think it's ridiculous. I need to go see Endgame again. <laughs> I've only seen it once, man. I gotta check. Me that too. Again. I only saw it once. I don't have time to. It's a lot of time to invest. In. <laughs> it is. <laughs> if if they did a uh, like Lord of the Rings extended edition, not a lame thing where they just put I don't know two minutes at the very end. Yeah, where they just released the thirty second extra scene. Yeah, like no, that's lame. <laughs> but if they did like a four hour version with with an intermission, I would go and I would pay extra. Yeah. I. All right. So. Uh... We just made uh, Byron watch this uh, this trailers for this next one. So there's a there's a um, a new movie coming out. It's apparently a sequel. So forty seven meters down was the movie, and now there's forty seven meters down uncaged. And if you like sharks, and if you like claustrophobia, <laughs> I guess you're gonna like this movie. Uh, what did you think about it, Byron? Did you, did you guys see the first one? I no. haven't seen the first one. No. See, I saw that with my oh. lady, and um, we it was cool. I mean. What's the what's the like the thirty second synopsis? Pretty much, sharks a tourist who gets who goes in a shark cage and is dropped to the bottom forty seven meters down, 
and uh, sharks surround her, so she yeah. has to survive. Her oxygen obviously is yeah. running out, and it's it's like a survival flick. But if you're scared of sharks, then it's it's exciting. But yeah. I'm not really afraid of sharks, See, so it's kind of like, even yeah. even that one sounds to me sounds kind of lame, but yeah. not still not nearly as lame as Open Water was. I will keep, I will keep bashing on Open Water. <laughs> that movie was so bad. Really, I wanted to see. Oh my god, it was it was. I wish I was exaggerating. It was two and a half hours long, and two hours and fifteen minutes of it was this couple floating in the ocean. Wow, that's what it was. I I get it. I mean, some people. I mean, just from an actor's perspective, right? That's intense. Yeah. You're spending a lot of time in the water. You're probably cold. Yeah. At the very least, uncomfortable. And how long did it take them to record Right. that two and a half hours? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're miserable for a long time. So you probably, uh, it's method acting. Right? I guess you're, you're the there. one good thing to say about it is... Um, Open water was the name of the movie, and that's what it was. Like it didn't lead you astray. Like like phone booth, phone booth happened in a phone booth for the entire movie. Yeah. So, um, I you know I saw this trailer several times today now, and um, I'm on I'm on board with it. I, I normally I don't watch these these kind of movies, but I feel like it's Indiana Jones with some horror elements. Yeah. Um, this it, one definitely looks more interesting than the first one. I can well, say that. Yeah, and even like he said, it looks a, more, a little bit more Indiana Jones ish yeah. because they go down in this forty-seven meters down. I guess I don't know if that's exactly how far <laughs> down they went, but it's like this ancient ruins, and they they tripped an alarm, and then was it like a current or did they it, trip an alarm? It was or like something? I don't. So um, the the concept, which I guess is a spoiler if you want, but not if you watch the trailer. Um, so the concept looks like they're they're in an uh, they're on an island they go into a grotto and they explore this hidden temple and then the temple unbeknownst to them somehow connects to the ocean so the like a sinkhole opens up whether it's a trap because it's some ancient temple i, I mean we don't the know. mayans always yeah. the mayans when, when we watch it maybe we'll find out <laughs> um so they get sucked out in, or not really out at first they get sunk into this like deeper part of the the temple, I guess. And then as they navigate their way through past all the sharks, they navigate out into the, into the saltwater bay where there's even more sharks. <laughs> We're going to get away from, Oh, there's even more now. Oh crap. <laughs> um, it still looks more interesting than deep blue sea and yeah. all the other ones. And again, I know I've said it before, but it'll always be better than the Meg. The Meg was an awful movie. Do not waste your money. <laughs> That's one I didn't even care to see. Oh, it was so bad. A girlfriend made me go watch it because she was really she liked sharks anything. So mm. she was really into it and she like loved it. It was like it's a you know it's a 40, 50 foot shark that's literally eating uh, a submerged base, like an underwater base. And I'm like, that's just stupid. Are are women more interested in sharks than men? I honestly think so because. Danny, best friend, yeah. she anything sharks. Sharknado, she loves. I I didn't I did not know that this was a thing until um until somebody brought up this last week that oh when it's shark week like the the guys are obligated like obligated yeah. to like <laughs> um I don't know share information or something about shark week if if a woman can't see it or something like I don't even know like what they were talking about I was like what do you mean why I don't I don't understand. Like, I think there's all, some kind of connection because other people use uh, out a, a nickname for you know a girl going through their monthly cycle as Shark Week. 
What? They they call it that's like, oh, it's Shark Week right I'm now. I'm so out I've, of it. Like I've I, heard it said that many times. So I think that's the connection there. Like But now that, like that I know all are... these women who are just obsessed with shark movies where they're afraid of dying from sharks. I think we just scientifically proved that women are sharks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <I don't... laughs> all right. I, yeah, scientifically. It looks like we have it's geared proven. like towards women too. I mean the whole cast is all female, right? Yeah. What that's I don't know. I would think it was geared towards men because it was all women, but I don't uh, know. No, but these these girls are, are badass. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah, they they do seem like they're badass. Yeah. So yeah, strong strong female protagonists. Um, yeah, I mean, look, look, I I actually think it's gonna be good. Surprisingly, I we better find out what some Polynesian um, Mayan temple thing <laughs> is though, because yeah. if we don't get any background inside the movie about. Did these people worship sharks? Did they intentionally build this connection to the grotto? I mean, I need to know. It'd be great for a bunch of people leaving the movie, like, what the hell was that temple? They never said it. <laughs> okay, so this next one I think is on you, Rich. Cause... Sure. So Netflix's Another Life just came out, I think, last week. Have you seen it? Can no, you say anything about yet. it? So, uh, James, I'm going to count on you to, to say this actress's name. Katie Sackhoff? There you go. So she's the uh, captain in this sci-fi show, right? She was the pilot in Battlestar Galactica. And they definitely, I guess she's maybe a little typecast. This is a pretty intense um, people in space trying to get somewhere. And meanwhile, every episode, there's something horrific that's going to happen. And they're going to get an opportunity to get some... It's almost like a reality show where every every episode... They're going to be like, oh, contestant we, we found food, <laughs> but you have to go through it. Like you have to pass the challenge to get yeah. food. And then like, oh, they have like a new, a new person joining the crew. Mm. Oh, whoops. Somebody died. And like, but having said that, if you like Battlestar Galactica and you like that kind of like constant roller coaster of, yay, they found something. Oh no. Like now it's even worse than before. Yay. They found something else. That's even worse than before. <laughs> um, Basically, it's set about a hundred years in the future, and a an alien race sends a probe that lands on our planet, builds this like crystalline mountain, and starts sending a signal to presumably home. So they're trying to communicate with the probe. They don't know if the probe is like going to destroy the planet, conquer them. What's going What's going to happen? So they send a their own spaceship, like their prototype, because they've just discovered faster than light travel. They've sent their spaceship out to where that's supposed to be. And then all kinds of things horribly start going wrong. And it is uh, for sci-fi people who like these kind of like space travel things. It's super cool. It kind of cuts back and forth where Battlestar Galactica would constantly switch back to the world before it got destroyed by the Cylons. This convert, uh, you know, constantly switches back to the scientists on Earth who are trying to communicate to the... Um, to the aliens. I never understood. And maybe uh, it's just because to, in order to have a good TV show or a good movie, you need some kind of conflict. But every time FTL travel is mentioned mm -hmm. or brought up, it always ends horribly <laughs> for the people that invented it. There's never a good time. FTL is, it helps. I, I think, Even in Star Trek, I think it was like, we went to a planet and we fucked their planet up. Whoops. I think that if you, if you looked back at the beginnings of um, jet travel, if you look back at, um, I don't know, some Israeli company trying to launch a probe to the moon and it crash lands because of computer error. Um, when humans first try to do something, they mess up. <laughs> Big That's time. true. Yeah. 
If you want to watch like after they figured out everything, then I guess watch Star Trek Next Generation. But... Play play Mass Effect because I mean <laughs> yeah. that's that's FTL travel using Halos. I guess just take all yeah. the video games, and <laughs> smash them all together. There, James. It was that right? Was it not? There was a big ring in Mass Effect. It was a big ring. It was. Um, so two of my favorite actors are coming back for another round of what they do best. Um, if you're a fan of, um, oh my God, I'm going to say Hot Shots. It's not Hot Shots. Hot Fuzz, uh, Shaun of the Dead, um, Paul. I'm trying to think of some other movies. Like I know everything Simon Pegg's done, but if you like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, they're coming back. Star Trek? Okay. <laughs> yes, Star Trek. That's but fair. Nick Frost wasn't there. Yeah, Nick Frost wasn't there. Um, Dang, there was one other. Oh, At World's End. Uh, the Cornetto Trilogy is what they call it. Uh, they're coming back, and there's not a trailer out for this, but the premise is what gets me. It looks hilarious. We do have a link to a bunch of like behind-the-scenes kind of stuff, yeah, photos. Yeah. I mean, this is some good information. Click the link if you'd like uh, in the show notes. The not-so-secret link, because it's it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's a comedy horror show, which they do best, like Shaun of the Dead and... I guess Hot Fuzz you can consider a comedy horror because it turned into like a... <laughs> what? It was like very violent at the end, like a, a horror comedy aspect. comedy action, I think, is okay. what they're going That's, for. Um, but it's it's a comedy horror genre about them being ghost hunters. Mm. And I can't imagine Simon Pegg and Nick Frost doing Prime? anything no, ghost hunter. You don't? So you can't watch any of these, like, The Boys? I want to see that so bad. It's so good. It looks like it. Honestly, bad. getting a subscription for Amazon just for The Boys is honestly worth it. Really? Because The Boys is that good. <clears throat> really? And then, yeah. on top of that, you get Good Omens, too. And Good Omens was... Oh. It, it was... Do you like BBC content? Some. Yeah. Yeah. I, In my opinion, and James kind of disagrees with me on this, but I think while this is... it. The Omen, good Omens is a good show. It's a great show. Honestly, it's it's a fantastic award-winning show. But it's a BBC weird, sarcastic, uh, you know, sarcastic British humor yeah. thing where it's super dry, and you're just getting these like Easter eggs, like this constant barrage of like, oh, they said something just a moment ago, and now that this thing is happening, <laughs> and it's all this wordplay. That's then visualized because everything they say basically like comes comes true in the show. It, it's super good. Um, you should just read the book, Good, good Omens, or listen to the <laughs> listen to the audio book on Audible. If you said it something. was just because I have a man crush on David Tennant, I would totally agree, and that's why I watched it. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> no. I, I really like David Tennant, but um, I wish I knew the other actor's name. I forgot what it was. Martin something. I forgot what it was. Um, but they, they, I really thought that they played well together. If you like that type of British, it was very, very British. It yeah. was, um, but it was, it was good. And the boys, oh my God, it's the so boys good. just, it's I have a question about zero to 60. Actors. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know what character or whatever, but there's a black superhero in mm-hmm. it. Jesse T. Usher, I think is, uh, one black noir. I think his name is he's fast. What is yeah. it? Black noir. I forgot the hero's his, name. His hero name? Yeah. His hero name is... Uh, Something Noir. No, it's not. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> no, it's it's really not. It's the... Um, it's the Prime... Uh, um, it's the Target. I'm trying to give James enough time to like... He's a, is he super fast? Is that his power? He, his, his power is super speed. Oh, 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 okay. No, I'm thinking... Uh, no, I think there is a Black Noir hero, but you're thinking of A-Train. A-Train. Yeah, A-Train. A-Train. 
A Train. Yeah. How was how's he? Because I actually worked with him before, and that was serious. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. it was crazy just seeing him as the super. Okay, so do you know the concept of the boys? Uh, no. Black, okay, Black Noir is one of the heroes on the seven. Yes, but he's Batman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so the concept <laughs> of the show is it's a world where the Justice League has has basically formed and existed for the past fifteen years. I feel like it's been about 15 years ish ish. And so you've got the flash who's a train. You've mm. got Superman. That's Homelander Homelander. You've got wonder woman. I don't know her name. Starlight star. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Maeve. Maeve. Maeve is, yeah. yeah. Maeve is, is wonder woman. You've got, um, Aquaman who is uh, starlight who I don't know who she's, I guess she's not, which is why she's not evil. Yeah. Because basically these are just corporate tools mm-hmm. who are like, the worst a celebrity can be where, you know, like these are, these are the celebrities who they're, they're pro football players who then hit the uh, strip clubs and just get in fist fights with, with, uh, bouncers wow. and pull out guns and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Except in the boys, everybody dies. But in the boys, <laughs> because they have superpowers, you've got, um, you've got Superman who just goes around cleaning up messes so that nobody ever finds out that these people are scumbags. Wow. And well, some of they might, I think, I think most of them want to be heroes, mm-hmm. but they're also just normal people with way too much wealth and, and they're invulnerable and nobody in the world, in the world can really stop them until, except for the boys, except for the boys. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's some motivations behind why these, well, like a train, this happens in the first three minutes of the show. Yes. Is it a spoiler? I don't. I feel like it's not a spoiler. I don't know if it's a spoiler, but the, f- the whole premise rides okay. on the first three minutes. So, um, just imagine that the Flash were to run through a person. That's in the trailer. Okay, perfect. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I saw that. that's the whole. Yeah. That's the whole that's, premise. That's what starts the whole show. Really? Is, is because it, is him, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Cool man, it's awesome. yeah. He, he does. He does really good in it too. He yeah. he, he plays. Um, like I I think it's so interesting because it'd be so easy just to hate these people. Yeah. Because he's laughing about like how he runs through this person, but behind closed doors when he thinks nobody's paying attention. Because he's just like, that's how fast I was. Can you believe it? Like, that's how fast I was. <laughs> I literally like ran through this person. Wow. And she just like explodes. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, it, 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 it starts off like three minutes and it's jeez. But at wow. the same time, like um, he wants to be a hero and he wants to be fast, but he just has this pressure where if he's not fast enough, they've got the next super speedster who's going to replace him. Wow. So there is, there is a, the, the top government or not the top, the, uh, the top seven, they call them the seven. Yeah. Instead mm. of justice league, it's the yeah. seven. It's the seven, which now that I'm thinking about it and mm-hmm. thinking about how some of the actor or the characters were, yeah. do you think the seven has any correlation to the seven deadly sins? Oh, that's good. Because a lot of them had like, you know, I feel like a train was, uh, probably gluttony. Maybe, maybe cause he was addicted to, I guess you could say drugs. If that's st- a performance enhancing yeah. things to help him run faster. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I gotta see this. Man. It's so, so good. good. I yeah. I gotta see this. Yeah, look for a deal. I think you can get Amazon Prime sometimes for deals. So, 
definitely on Prime Day, it's usually 30 bucks off or something like that. But I think there's a couple different places that you can get Amazon Prime included with something else. Mm-hmm. So. And even, I mean, if you, if you do care, Amazon Prime always comes with Twitch Prime as well. Okay. And the good thing is Twitch Prime is Twitch Prime does what Xbox Games Gold Pass and PlayStation Plus does. Um, if you download yeah. the Twitch client, every month they give you three free games. Mm. So just having Amazon Primes, you get three free games through Twitch. It's pretty cool. Nice. Um, so the Wachowski people, I want to say brothers, because they're not brothers anymore. They're sisters. So the Wachowski sisters um, were asked about the Matrix reboot and what their involvement is in it. Um, Lily Wachowski said that they're not involved in it at all, but they're excited about what happens. And actually reading the, this article, if you go click on it, um, Lily Wachowski seems, I just like what she said. Uh, she was like, anytime someone takes an idea and makes it better, how can you be upset? Right. You were the basis of that idea. And now it's even better because someone mm-hmm. approved upon it. There's nothing wrong with that. And so she's like, I want the matrix to succeed and become even better than the first matrix was my, my big thing. I mean, it does feel weird to reboot something so young. Yeah. But Wait, is it young though? It's, it's what? 15, 10, 15, 15 years? years old is, I feel like to reboot it is just like, you could, you could just have a matrix four at this point yeah. and it wouldn't be weird, but I do feel like matrix flopped. I feel like they, they thought matrix was going to be this mega franchise like the MCU or something. Yeah. And Matrix they, 1 did amazingly yeah. well. Yeah. And then it kind of just went down and a little bit, down did, a little bit. Yeah. And, and I think I'm one of, again, I always bring this up. I think I'm one of the only people on planet Earth that liked the third Matrix movie. I actually liked uh, it too. No, there you go. No, I liked it. I liked <laughs> the third movie. I think you're the only one who liked the second uh, uh, second movie. I did like the second one too. With with the uh, the dance scene. No, I don't care about the dance scene. It was the Merovingian. <laughs> but the people the, are like, oh, I would have liked it except the dance scene. Yeah. No, the Merovingian, the French guy. And then the. I actually uh, like, I like that scene. That I, scene no, there's cool. great scenes in the. In the, the, the ghosts. Yeah. I don't know what they're called, but the, the two twins. Ghosts. Yeah. But the yeah. video game series, the MMO thing was kind of a flop. And the. Um, I feel like the game, not the MMO game, but the other game they made was ahead of its time. Yeah. Because it was sure. cool, at, you know, for a little bit, but it just never got enough play. Yeah. Everybody compared it to Dragon Ball Z because that's basically what the last 30 minutes of the movie was. A Dragon Ball Z fight sequence. Mm. But I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a missed opportunity as far as games go, man. Yeah. Matrix game would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. It seems like it should be just obvious, right? Right. I mean, because it's MMO about an MMO world, basically. Yeah. Because yeah. people I, are trapped Can in you it. imagine them yeah. saying that you're, um, you're a programmer? Of the Matrix, or are you like one of the people? Mm-hmm. And oh, I need something, and you can physically type on your keyboard to give right. your character something in the game that they need. Yeah, and that'd be freaking awesome. And then, especially when they introduce this concept that all the things in our stories can exist as as constructs in the MMO. Yeah, like right, so they can have the ghosts, and they can have I don't know werewolves or whatever. And so. They can explain phenomena too, like deja vu. Yeah. Like, oh, something happened. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, but the technology was early. I mean, now they could do a much better job. I, I will say though, the Matrix. Um, I did see that movie, the first Matrix, and it blew my mind, and that still resonates with me. Like, it's one of those things where if you're flipping through channels, if you still do that, or if you're going through, you know, Netflix, and you're like, oh shit, the Matrix. Yeah, I'll watch this movie again. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, but everybody knows the the like thing. So. Imagine that you're watching Star Wars 
and then like a reboot of Star Wars, yeah. and they have the Luke Skywalker character like flirting with Leia, and you're like, yeah, that's yeah. gross. That's <laughs> like gross. you know now, you know, right? <laughs> so this is gonna be a reboot. You know where what? You know he's. You know what in Netflix should do? You know what Netflix should do is wait. Is Netflix doing this? I don't know who's doing it. I thought Netflix was doing it, but I'm not sure. Um, if they did something like this with the Matrix, started off exactly the exact same. Yeah. Maybe even use you know the same actors and everything. And then you're like, okay, this is where that happens. And then they do the Netflix thing where they change it on you. And you're like, oh, what just happened? And what if they did the same thing like they did with uh, Love, Death, and Robots, but they pushed it out further? There's three different versions. or There's four different versions of The Matrix. And depending on your region or what time you watch it, you watch a different version of it. What's okay. awesome is they actually say that, though. That's what the Oracle talks about when she's, I'm a big Matrix. No, writer, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, but have you? Did you hear about? Oh, there's a there's another series on Netflix called Love, Death, and Robots. I think it's called Love, Death, Death and Robots. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, depending on where so, you watch. So it. wait, first, first, Love, Death, and Robots is a um, animatrix. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so where every episode of the series is a totally self-contained story mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the other stories. Um. But then they shuffled the episodes based on the order that they thought you would like it. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that actually offended some people because for some people, <laughs> the episodes with the sex scenes were in the front. Really? And for some people, the violent death scenes were in the front. And they're like, what does this say about me as a person <laughs> that you thought that I would wow. want to see the sex scene? I wow. did, but what does it say that you like put it <laughs> what's, up front? What's cool is uh, until until it came out, they never yeah. said that they were doing this at all. Yeah. So when people would go talk about it, like, well, what about that first episode of that show? And they're like, what are you talking about? It was super sexy. And they're like, that's uh, what the... That was a cartoon. You, like, wow. I don't understand what... Oh, wait, you watched a completely different episode. And then they go back home and they look... You know, you got your friends talking. Oh, I have this as episode one, and I have this as episode one. Yeah. And then you jump on the internet and go, oh, okay. Well, they did it on purpose. I think they did that on Black Mirror, too. I wouldn't be surprised. Black because, Mirror has to do something like that. Because I was talking to other people, and the, the most recent season of Black Mirror, um, I saw different episodes than what they were talking about. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're in the Twilight Zone now. That's there amazing. you go. Um, <laughs> God, I don't even know. Every every episode now you have to yeah, talk about it. Yep. Um, <laughs> last episode we talked about Death Stranding. Better beware because Garfield Kart Racers coming. <laughs> and you weren't here for it, Byron, but we were joking. Garfield Kart Racer might actually be a good game. You never know. Yeah. It could be one of those things where it's just like everybody makes fun of it, and you pick it up, and you're like, oh, this was Th- this actually is a really argument. good argument. Think of all the people who are kind of like secretly envious of Mario Kart. Yeah. But they're like. But they're PlayStation people, and they'll refuse to buy a Nintendo Switch. Right. So they're secretly envious. And then, finally, PlayStation owners get to play Mar- uh, Garfield Kart. I would only poke one hole in that theory because Crash Team Racing exists. And it just came out uh, re-released again. And everybody says that is the kart racer to put Mario Kart to shame. What, really? what IP is it based off of? Crash Crash Bandicoot. Hmm. I- I'm just not a Crash Bandicoot person. <laughs> I, I, I know like the Sonic Team Racing. That's fun. <laughs> no, no, it's fine because it's, it's, I mean, some people like it. I just I don't think I've ever played it. Yeah, I, I, never, I don't think it. I've ever played uh, Sonic Team Racing. And um, I pre-ordered Garfield Kart Racer, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let me know how it is. <laughs> but on the new, I have a whole party about it. <laughs> on that note of Garfield, um, Nickelodeon has worked with Viacom to bring Garfield back. 
So Garfield is coming back as a TV show to Nickelodeon. And I believe his name is Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield, is going to be working hand-in-hand with the people that are making it to keep the Garfield alive, I guess. Keep the character the way he intended. It's just Which isn't that different... hard. He's a cat. He eats lasagna. You're done. <laughs> it's just a different world, man. Yeah. I think certain things should be left where they were. And Garfield is definitely probably... It, might, it opinion, might be one of them. But yeah. it would be really funny if it was something like, instead of he wants lasagna all the time, he wants like Mountain Dew or something. Well, what like if he that. wants lasagna... But he keeps like doing uh, Uber Eats. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. So because yeah, yeah. now you or, have mobile phones. Or let's make it real and just like he wants lasagna, but his doctor said if he has any more, he's gonna have like cholesterol problems or something. That's it's Nickelodeon. Yeah, I know. That's why it would be funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, if you're a Garfield fan, Garfield's coming back. Nice. So that's interesting. It, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I. I grew up reading Garfield. So when you see Garfield's back, Garfield's back, I'm like, oh, he wow, that's never, cool. Like, I can read it again? Yeah. Like, and you're like, no, it's a cartoon. What? Yeah. Oh. Garfield's back in animated format, not in a newspaper or a book. I, I thought it was actually still big in CG, like 3D Garfield. They did make a Garfield movie a while ago. But some of the guys at work, their kids watch Garfield all the time. That's so weird because I never pegged anybody that would be a fan of Garfield. Not well, saying like Garfield five years old or something. Yeah, not saying Garfield's bad, but it's just right. interesting to be like kids. You never hear that. Like, there's always five or six year old kids that say they like the show, and you have no idea what it is because it's yeah. a new show. Yeah, it's you're just not as it, to me. It's just not normal to hear a five year old kid saying that they like the show that you liked when you were five. <laughs> right. Because it usually doesn't happen. Um. Okay. This is this is great. So, Sword and Shield, a uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, um, came out with some more stuff. They've been doing it once a month. They'll yep. release some more stuff out, and it seems every time they release a trailer, it gets better and better. Not like I wasn't going to hopefully get a Switch and play the game to begin with, because the game looks awesome. I just imagine like waking up Saturday morning, and I'm like, "What are you doing here, James? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and play Pokemon. <laughs> Go away. Um, Gave me a door code. That's what happens." <laughs> Um, they released a lot of stuff today, actually. Uh, so they announced that they're doing forms of Pokemon again. So back in the last Pokemon, they had the Alolo form, the Hawaiian, quote unquote, Hawaiian versions of specific Pokemon. Uh, they're doing that again. They call them the Galarian versions of the Pokemon. And one in particular, I felt like we had to talk about. Rich may or may not see it. I do. Okay, wait. I do. All right, just tell him, just tell him, <laughs> okay. just tell him. <laughs> so Weezing, everybody's favorite poisonous gas Pokemon that Team Rocket had for years, um, has a Galarian form, and the internet is losing its damn mind because the Galarian form Weezing looks like a bong. It looks exactly like a bong. Okay, it it 100% looks like a bong. Okay. It does. It just does, people. You can search for all the memes. You're going to be seeing memes for like the next couple years about these these Pokemon. It's been it's been announced for less than 24 hours at the time of recording, and yeah. I've seen 30 memes of yeah, this already. Mm-hmm. However, this is my my only thing is number one. I'm sure it's kind of quasi on purpose because they yeah. they did it, and like I said, I just feel like a lot of this version of Pokemon is provocative. I feel like they're intentionally do things to try to get conversation going and they're and it's succeeding. However, could you or Fabio because you're not really an artist maybe. I don't yeah. know, maybe you are. I don't know. But uh could you draw a wheezing 
that was supposed to show a um, a chimney stack. Yeah. What? So what? What they didn't. Oh, so what we didn't say yet was yeah. the new wheezing. The way that they described it is this wheezing is supposed to in, intake poisonous pollutants, all this bad stuff, and expel it somewhere else as purified air. So I know where you're going with this. There's no way to draw a wheezing that can do this that doesn't look like exactly. a bong. Exactly. And that, uh, I, I, I would even hazard a guess that it was an accident that they were like, let's go with it. It's, it was either complete accident and they looked at it and they're like, well, we're this far already. Or someone was like, I bet we can get a bong into this game. <laughs> either way, the I I mean, he still the wheezing still looks cool. It looks first, super cool. The first half second glance I thought or that I saw, I thought it was a top hat and not a smokestack. Because it has oh. the the way it looked, it just looked like yeah. a very, very big top hat. And then I looked at it, I was like, oh, okay, so it's, it's I, a smokestack. I definitely don't I just feel like this feels like he's no longer curing pollution. I think he's like causing pollution. <laughs> because he's got a smokestack he's got some sort of clouds like is it really just water vapor um i don't know yeah which is weird because usually you attribute stuff coming out of smokestacks as bad yeah and they're they're saying no this is good he's spitting out green globs of stuff (laughs) like his damage type is toxic yeah he's poisonous yep so how can he be damaging people with poison without spitting out poison (laughs) Hmm. Um, they also introduced Marnie, um, who is one of the your your opposition, and she looks cool as hell. And what is, I guess, this versions of Team Rocket? They're big, big fans of Marnie, uh, and they call themselves Team Yell. Yell, as in like I'm. I, that's what I do when I get on this podcast. I yell. <laughs> so it's really funny to see these guys. Um, they announced some a couple of other lower forms, a couple of other Pokemon. They're still hitting on the Gigantomax thing that you can do where in in this version of Pokemon, you said you haven't played it before. So in this version of Pokemon, there is a trigger or a button or something you can do to make your Pokemon, whatever one it is, 30 times larger and be the giant form to fight like, I guess, a Power Ranger, a Power Ranger bad guy would. I don't know. (laughs) They call it Gigantomax or Dynamax or something like that, but it, it looks cool. You get to have giant Pokemon now, and they they do different things in their in their big form, so yeah, it's it's gonna be good. I I like Pokemon. I've always liked Pokemon. It's gonna be good if they find some way, which I know shouldn't be that hard, to connect uh, Sword and Shield to Pokemon Go, and you get some kind of bonus for it. I'm even more in because I still play Pokemon Go. Uh, excited, <clears throat> excited about that. Um, Rich. This is a uh, this is I think more in your uh, your style uh, sure. game came out or is coming out. It's called Those Who Remain. I don't want to say it's a Cthulhu ish or Lovecraftian game because I don't think it was, but it has elements. If if you enjoyed Call of Cthulhu the PC game, which I think it came out on a couple different platforms, uh, it definitely looks very similar yeah it's first person i I believe it's got narrative dialogue that um as you're going through you um go through different branches in the in the game and as you uh make different choices you'll probably be choosing ultimately some sort of horrific end for your character (laughs) yes i twitch streamed call of cthulhu and by the end of it i'm pretty sure my character 
was insane. And um, I think I'm pretty sure he died, but maybe the world didn't quite end. So that was that's our that was uh, the best I could hope for. That's the uh, <laughs> when we play board games. That's our normal end. That is true. Somebody died, but at least not everybody died. <laughs> uh, but no, it does look cool. Um, it's a game that has sanity. You can lose your sanity. Your choices mean something. So if you make a wrong choice, you will be, you know, I guess, penalized for it. You make the right choice, you get what you need. Um, it's got horror elements. It just it looks really cool. So you guys look for that. Those who remain. Um, the only thing I didn't see on there was... No, link in the show notes. So yeah, I mean, the they link, can just go check it out. The link is in the show notes, but I don't think in... I'll have to look later uh, that it even said what console it's coming to, though. Yeah. No. I don't know if it, if it said anything. A lot yet. of our news uh, is kind of early, so you're getting the first first yeah. heads up of it. Breaking you know? news. Breaking <laughs> news. Uh, Rich, you know more about this one than I do. Um, sure. So DC, this is the year of the villain. So as, as another year of the villain tie-in... Uh, I don't know, next issue or a couple issues, they're going to be having the death of the Speed Force. And the writer said to take that very literal. So um, I don't know. Uh, he also mentioned that they're going to be bringing back a old Flash villain who hasn't been seen for a while. And I don't know what, who they could mean. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Mix uh, up it like... <laughs> That's not a flash villain. I, I know. I, it's not even really a villain. It's just some dude. I, I do think, that, but that's interesting. Like, it would be interesting if, like, Mitzelplik showed up to mess with the Flash and he's like, yeah, Speed Force is gone. Like, like boom. Oh, shit. And wait, what? Like, now he's not, you know. And the, the world is like, is it? Because I think the world relies on the Speed Force. The Speed Force is like a necessary thing, like gravity. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's saying to take the speed force death thing very literal and uh i don't know we have a link to a, a pretty spoiler light review uh with the uh, with the writer uh, i am very curious what the old flash villain will be i'd like to see um my my favorite flash villain is uh gorilla grod that's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah. i just um you've watched the flash show right yeah, Mo- yeah. yeah so they had king shark in there too and uh, i don't know he seemed really weird in the in the show He's weird in the comics too, uh, uh, and I like King Shark. I mean, yeah, yeah he's a, he's a cool guy, but I like uh, I love Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. Just give me a gorilla with a laser gun, um, who's like, smarter than all of us. Yeah, <laughs> telepathy and stuff. By all means, I, I think it's super cool. So, what's this I hear about a Batman Superman series coming out? Yeah, so everybody likes. Uh, well, I don't know everybody. Probably not you, but uh, <laughs> but most people like a Batman Superman team up. And uh, so this is a follow-up series being launched this fall. It's a mini-series that's following up the Batman Who Laughs series that just is just wrapping up, except they ordered one more episode of this mini-series. And I almost never see that happen. I, if they say it's a six-issue mini-series, they do not suddenly release a seventh. That just doesn't happen. Uh, at any rate, uh, but you can you could Robert Kirkman it and just not say that you're going to end your comics and, and then, then suddenly just, just end, end it. it. Yeah, <laughs> um, like the Walking Dead series mm-hmm. just just recently did. Um, but though now it's a clue when when you see a seventy two issue uh, a seventy two page seventy two page issue <laughs> suddenly show up. Yeah, like, they're ending. Well, it. We're probably done here. <laughs> it's probably done. Uh, that's what happened with the last episode uh, or last issue of the Walking Dead. Mm. So we had we we, oh, we try to get the breaking news so. The week before we found out really a lot of information about this issue, we were like, so there's going to be a major death in the next issue. Issue, I think it was 272? 
Well, it was the de- death of the main protagonist. Yeah. And they were saying, like, you know, what about this? And we were like, where can it go from here? Apparently, it didn't go anywhere because the next <laughs> week we reported that it's done. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So, The Batman Who Laughs. Either of you know about The Batman Who Laughs? I do. No. Nope. It's Batman, so you know I don't know anything about <laughs> <I> know. it. <laughs> okay. So, The Batman Who Laughs miniseries is, I think, six issues. And each issue, they explore an alternate universe where something makes Batman go bad. And so the first one, the Batman who laughs, that's so the first issue is the Batman who laughs. The second issue is like Batman metal. And then the third issue, you know, that keeps going Batman red or something Mm. like that. So the first issue, Batman is fighting Joker and Joker pushes him too far. Um, Batman ends up killing the Joker, but then Batman gets, infected with the joker virus and ends up turning into the joker he and it's a little bit spoilers but it's already been i don't know seven months or something like that so uh too bad for you guys (laughs) (laughs) um someone on the radio is like son of a bitch (laughs) yeah so the the first thing that the batman who laughs that's what they call him the batman who laughs because he's you know laughing like joker all the time the first thing he does when the uh, when Robin like brings everybody together, Batgirl and, and everybody to like go uh, go try to help him because they're like he's acting weird because they don't know he's turned into yeah. Joker yet. The first thing he does is just mow them all down. Wow! So, like in the Batcave, he just like he's like, "Hey, I'm glad you came," and he just mows them all down. So they're dead. So now <laughs> they can't save him. And then systematically, he kills. Everybody. He ultimately <laughs> kills everybody. He literally kills the whole, like he kills the Justice League. He kills everybody because nobody knows that Batman has turned into Joker. And well, and of course it's still Batman. It's yeah. still the, the brain of Batman, but infected with the criminal insanity of Joker. So then at the end, he gets offered a job from another entity. So that's the core concept. So each issue, the Batman who laughs recruits another evil Batman. So at at the end of it, he um, ends up having to fight the real, like the main Batman. Mm. And apparently while, while Batman wins, he infects somebody in the main continuity. So now there's another Joker Mm. in, in their, in the normal universe. So Batman Superman have to try to figure out, which Justice League person is now a Joker before it infects their world and then ultimately ends their universe or whatever, same wow. way the other one is. So it should be really tense and super cool. That does sound actually interesting. Yeah. I mean, I really, while I don't like DC's um, normal monthly issue comics, I love their their like Blackest Night and other like the big story arcs. Yeah. They have some amazing, really like. Are they gonna do this? Yes, they're gonna do this. Um, the White Knight, they, White Knight they was won't amazing. Kill everybody. Oh, they killed everybody. Yeah, they okay. killed everybody. They killed everybody. They don't care. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it should be super cool. You read, I, you read uh, DC at all? No, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm I trying s- to get back into the comics more. I yeah. still like the other one. What's the one? Not I always get them confused. Not Fear itself, but uh. Is it Fear Itself? Um, no, not Fear Itself. It's the other one where the villains are not the good guys. Um, oh, uh, Forever, Forever, Forever Evil. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. That is a cool ass run. Yeah. Uh, the, the Batman Who Laughs 
is a spinoff of that. Okay. Yeah. So. So no wonder I thought it was interesting because I liked Forever Evil. Yeah, because it's it's the concept, and and same as the boys, right? It's these concept of what happens when when these gods, like we all like, I think all of us kind of want there to be superheroes, in like in our in our world, like it'd be cool if there was like real superheroes. But then these stories are re- like exploring what happens when they go bad. Yeah. Right. I still um, want them because that means I could be one eventually, hopefully. Through, <laughs> too old. You... Through some... Hey, no, I'm not. There's a... I was just about to give away a bullet that we're going to talk about later. So, <laughs> hold on. We'll come back to that. Um, no, that really does seem awesome. I might actually have a Batman comic I, I will have to pick up and read. There you go. Uh, this next one was funny. HBO is throwing down some jabs at, some, at the Netflix apparently, and I I uh, I don't get it. I don't I don't think HBO is going to be on the winning end of this one. I that, I think Netflix is going to fire back. But the, the thing I like about these companies like HBO and Netflix is they're not mean to each other. Right. They they playfully like like Wendy's like. Okay, so I I'm guessing to hire all those people and and do the studio setup to record all those. They probably spent like <laughs> a lot of $150,000 or something like that, building this website and the website people, if you don't want to click on the link, that's okay. Cause you're not missing much. Um, it's just this endless numbers of people saying how much they love different episodes and shows from HBO. And, and I'm like, yeah, you spent $150,000 is like a practical joke against Netflix. I, I don't know. Um, it's it's called recommended by humans. Yeah, and that's the joke. Um, it does just look like a video audio version of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> like that's what it is. Yeah, you can get the same information about a show from Rotten Tomatoes, but <laughs> well, here you can scroll up, down, left, or right. Yeah, uh, oh. for endless numbers of <laughs> of people. <laughs> You're in the matrix now with HBO recommendations. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of silly. I thought it's funny though. I mean. It could be a good marketing ploy. You never know. People I, are going to be talking about it. HBO's like, man, we're we're sick of the fact that people are saying they love getting recommendations from Netflix, and Netflix has an algorithm. And then they're like, you know, the media people, they're like, well, can we have an algorithm? They're like, well, what can we afford for one hundred fifty thousand dollars? Not an algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> like, Just a bunch of people going like, yeah, we we thought this was pretty cool. <laughs> like, I run a software company. For us, like, it's like two million dollars estimated. Like a big feature. Yeah. So yeah, they're like, no, you can't get that for thousand bucks or something. And who knows? Maybe that's like their friends and family. So maybe they got it cheap. They, yeah, they hired a person like me for $5,000 and they're like, boom, there you go. No, it's, it's, it is, it's pretty funny jab. I don't know if it's intended to be what it is or if it's a joke yet. I, I we don't, don't know yet. We don't know. Yet. <laughs> but I still want to point out, that everybody everybody keeps saying that HBO is down and out now because Game of Thrones is over, and I like to disagree there. I do not think HBO is down and out yet. They have shows coming that are going to be good. I, Watchmen is coming. Yeah, his Dark Materials is coming, yep. and there's a couple others. They're gonna be good. So don't count HBO out yet. There, but uh, you know this is the problem for HBO. HBO is on a downward track where they have to try to convince people to pay 15 bucks a month to watch one episode of a show. And, and you're like, well, maybe they'll like both, both shows. I don't think that happened last time. I think most people end up liking one of the shows. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, is it one episode per month? Is it one episode per week? I guess it's one episode per week. I so think it's per week. You're paying 15 bucks for four episodes. Yeah. Wow. That's Which, a, it's not that bad, but it's not Netflix pricing either. So Yeah. I mean, if they want to compete, they've got to have like 10 new shows. Well, and see, what HBO does is they do it in a series. Um, I feel like if they want to compete and they want to compete hardcore, they need to release the entire season. That's yeah. that's the the era we're in now of binge, binge watching. Yeah. You need to be able to sit down and watch all of the boys in one sitting yeah, if you want to. Exactly. Now, they do have Stephen Colbert, and I don't watch it on Netflix. I basically just watch the clips that he posts on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> I think everyone <laughs> But they make money off that. Yeah. So Did smart. you see that uh, Stephen Colbert last night? No, but I saw the clip. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it's pretty funny. Go look at it. I, we'll see what actually comes up from it. Um, those who don't know... One of the biggest gaming conventions in the world is coming up soon. Um, we have the big three. E3 is the big American one. Everybody knows E3 in America. Uh, the Tokyo Game Show is the other big one in Tokyo, if <laughs> the name didn't give it away. And then Gamescom. Gamescom is coming up. Uh, Gamescom is one of the other largest video game conventions in the world. And Square Enix is going to be there, along with a lot of other ones. Ubisoft was going to be there with a very mediocre lineup of stuff, but square Enix is going to have some cool ass shit. They are. They, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're not holding back anymore. They, they know people want uh final fantasy seven remake. That's their headline. Yeah. So final, it's Fantasy not the Avengers. It's not the Avengers, uh, but, but, but it, the Avengers will be there as well. Okay. And a and playable <laughs> demo and playable. Oh, okay. which is the big okay. deal because E3 showed a very confusing. Very. Nobody knows what Avengers still is yet yeah. game of what it is. Uh, so we got Final Fantasy VII remake will be playable. Uh, demo will be playable. Yeah. Um, some more content for Final Fantasy XIV. Still great game. Um, they brought in the Red Mage. So now I have to go back and play it. Um, this is kind of interesting. The original demo they had for Kingdom Hearts 3 before whatever they changed in Kingdom Hearts 3 happened is going to be there, the original demo, I guess. Yeah, I don't get it. I guess it's... they didn't want to spend money building a new demo or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there is Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC coming. There's content coming. Yeah. So they might be doing it for that, but the way that this was worded was saying the original demo for a game that's been out for months now yeah. is coming. And I was like, what? Hmm. Um, Life is Strange 2, Episode 4, Faith, is going to be there. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, and what I was probably honestly just as excited for with some of the other stuff, Trials of Mana. So if you don't know what Trials of Mana is, it's a collection. He of, giggled like a schoolgirl yes, when he I saw did. that. I was so excited. <laughs> um, it's all. It's a collection of all the Mana games. So Secret of Mana, Legend of Mana, and Secret of Mana was probably, if not Final Fantasy II, one of the first RPGs I remember playing ever. So of course I'm very attached to that one. But it's a collection of all three of those games put together as one collection. So you can play all of them now. And one of those games was never released in the States. So you mm. have Secret of Mana, Legend of Mana, and then I uh, I forgot what the Chronicles of Mana or something like that um, was never released here, but now it's going to be on this this uh, collection. So nice. they got a lot of stuff. And the, that wasn't even everything. They said, and others. The company we're not talking about, really? Ubisoft. Because James like pulled it up and he was like, nope. Do you care about any of this? And I was like, well, to be fair, I don't really know much about almost any of it. And their press release is boring. So, yeah. no. Um, they had six big names or seven big names of stuff that they've been making. 
Five of the things were DLC content for games that already exist. No way. Yep. Um, one was... And everything playable was already out. Yeah. So yep. you could just play it. You, you just, just don't need, you don't need to go to some Japanese conference to hear about a game you already can play. Yeah. So wait, there's no Splinter Cell release or No Splinter or Cell, rumors. but there is a Tom Clancy Ghost? game. Um, not Ghost. Siege had something there. There is some more Siege yeah. content coming. And there's another... There's a lot of DLC. They're yeah. they're like right now what they've announced is just tons of D- uh, the watch. What what's the? Uh, I was just gonna. But say I think that's still DLC, anyways. Um, so. No, uh, Legion. Um, God, what am I thinking of? The hacking game, the very famous hacking game. Ah. Uh, now you, it's yeah. on the tip of my tongue. I, I know just, exactly. I what you're it starts about. with a W. I know it starts with Watch a W. Watchdogs. 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 There you go. Watchdogs <laughs> Legion is gonna be there. Yeah, that was the, that was one the big one. one. Yeah, that's, that was the big one. To me, that's like the big big one that was that they're announcing. Because but. of what they said at E3, because everybody's confused as to what the hell they meant by everybody's playable. Right. And so we want to see what's going on. Unfortunately, um Ubisoft's Watchdogs Legion at Gamescom will not be playable. It's going to be a theater demo. Yeah. Again. <sighs> So we still probably won't know what the hell's going on. Uh, I think Square Enix is probably going to be talked about a lot at Gamescom. And if anybody else is going there, not not fan, like if any other companies are going there, I'm sure we'll hear about them soon. Yeah, well, next week we'll probably have yeah. more um, we Gamescom is at the end of the month. Yeah. So it's coming. It's coming yeah. quick. Mm. Um, but yeah, anything Final Fantasy related at all, <laughs> I'm excited about that. And uh, they said uh, Midgar would be the uh, focus for Final Fantasy VII Remake here. Nice. So, like, the focus for E3's thing was showing Tifa and some of the fighting. But now they're going to explore all of Midgar, I guess, in this next one. So, oh, oh I'm so excited. <laughs> oh. uh, and then to keep it coming, um, we just got news literally an hour before we yeah. started recording. Uh, Spider-Gwen is reportedly getting a live-action movie. Nice. And I am all It's in the talks it. at this point. It's There's in the talks, still, you know. yeah. Yeah, but well, it says so- Sony reportedly developing. Yeah, um, in the article, but live I, action, huh? Live yeah. action. So some people are talking about um, how they could cast the actress who, pl- the voice actress who played the uh, Spider Gwen in the Spider Verse movie. So doesn't she look like that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, please, I'm all for <laughs> it. Anything that happens with that particular Spider Verse, like I, it's weird to say that. So the Spider-Verse is Spider-Verse is the Spider-Verse that I like. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> that whole thing, Miles Morales and... I would love to see a live-action version of that Doc Ock. Or Doc... Oh, Liv? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, she I, was pretty awesome. Uh, I would like to see a live-action version of uh, Kingman, the one that they had for that one. It'd be <laughs> really, ridiculous. really interesting to see that. Uh, all shoulders and no neck. <laughs> Um, but I mean, if that's true, I'm gonna freak out because anything Spider Verse related now, I'm I is Spider Spider Man it's, it itself has exponentially grown with me in the last couple of years. I used to think Spider Man was like, ah, oh, he's cool, he's a street level, but it's now to the point where I'm like, someone yeah. said Spider Man, I, I need it, <laughs> I need to go talk about it. We need it now. Um, yeah, I'm hoping it happens, and I'm hoping it doesn't fail. So. I don't it's, think it's will. not bad. It's really hard to mess up with they've, if they've already established this. Right. I think it's really hard to mess it up. And they said they're still going to be working on Miles Morales Spider Verse. More stuff out of that. 
Are they going to do live or just? No, I think they're sticking with that. They no, like that was it worked. That was the winning formula. So they're like, yeah. let's just keep going with it. it um, I don't know if you saw this. I, I have to bring this up again. Every every time <laughs> who's someone's a fan of Spider Verse, if you go back and watch it now that it's out on Netflix, mm-hmm. if you go back and watch it, there's a scene where Peter B. Parker and Miles Morales are sneaking into the lab to go get the computer and all that other stuff. If you watch very closely as they're running out, being chased by live doc Hawk, you'll see that he picks up the bagel and miles is carrying the computer uh they burst through the door and peter b parker freaks out and throws the bagel and in very small text you hear it hit somebody it's bagel and it just bounces <laughs> it's so dumb but it's so great i love it they put so much just tiny details yeah. that made it so great there's a lot of love in it. yeah um I don't know anything about this because I don't really care. So this is all you. All wish. right. So for people who like <laughs> buying collectibles, uh, GameStop continues to just clear out their warehouses. <laughs> and right now you can get most of the collectibles on their website for about 33% off, which means that you can buy things like the Fallout 76 Collector's Edition for $60 off. That includes the wearable helmet with the voice changer thing. And even though I hate Fallout 76, I am so tempted to buy this <laughs> just to get the giant helmet. It's super cool. The, I mean, honestly, as much as I dislike most of the stuff at GameStop, because I'm not like a, a person who sells used game, uh, sells my games and buys used games or that whole thing, um, they have great collectibles. My Keyblade is amazing. Yeah. I just love their collectibles and uh, the fact that you can get them like uh, a bunch of Funko Pop things. Oh, and, like, that instead, was, that's my keyword right there. Of, <laughs> instead of $7.50, they're like $5 oh. or something like that. I mean, it is it is crazy right now. Um, I don't know if they'll still be in business by the end of the we year. We keep saying it. I think they're going to be gone by the end of the year. So just seems like it. sell your stock, I guess, if you have any. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm, I'm just... It does make me sad because we're we're approaching a world where I guess we'll just have grocery stores and there won't be anything else. Yeah. There, there won't be any be, other stores because Amazon controls, you know, like Disney controls the media and Amazon controls your <laughs> purchasing power. You don't need anything else. That's it. Yeah, you see that um FedEx is no longer going to be servicing Amazon. So, That's a bold move, Cotton. Wow. Let's see how it pays off. Well, apparently, in the last year, Amazon has conquered shipping. So 60-something percent of last-mile shipping, meaning from the warehouse to your house, is now from Amazon trucks and Amazon people. They're yep. like swarm of random, like, punk goth people who, like, <laughs> bring stuff up to my door, say, hi, and then they run off. And I'm like, yeah, it's... <laughs> It's crazy. Like I bet you, I bet you, Amazon just gets tired of having to deal with FedEx. Like I just fucking buy them. <laughs> no, FedEx and their uh, no. See, that's the whole thing. Is Amazon? You know, Facebook is a buy company. Yeah. They say if you don't sell to us, we'll build it and put you out of business. That's what the, that's and that's like they've had congressional hearings about it. That's what Facebook does. Amazon doesn't even tell you that <laughs> that you have to sell to them. They just put you out of business. <laughs> And Facebook, uh, FedEx said in their last quarterly earnings call that um, one of their biggest threats as a billion-dollar mega company for I don't know how long, 100 years or however long they've been around, um, their biggest threat is Amazon because 
if Amazon is shipping the vast majority of merchandise and Amazon refuses to use other delivery companies, then they've just consumed the vast majority of profits that used to be through yeah. FedEx and UPS and stuff like that. But back to the, the task at hand, Fallout 76 sucks, but the helmet is cool. <laughs> you know, but there, there is supposed to be a patch that they're adding NPCs, so you can, you can more, more readily play a real Fallout game without having you know, a bunch of 12-year-olds come up and shoot you in the, the head. The E3, E3 conference for Fallout 76 was the most confusing com- part of the conference, I think, that was at the entire show. Because they went, hey, the Fallout content that you like, where you actually get quests from people, we're going to put that in the game now. That should have been there from the beginning, but okay. And then also, we're going to add a Battle Royale. (laughs) Why? Because everybody wants a billion dollars like Fortnite. (laughs) Yeah. And they should instead stick with their core competency and make amazing, great games like they've been doing for years. Just do that. Because... We're we're all different. They can't convert us. That's what they really hope. They're like, well, you haven't bought into Fortnite yet, so we'll trick you into basically playing Fortnite, but in a game you already like. <laughs> yep. I don't care. I'm not going to do it. No. I don't like any Battle Royale games. Really? I really don't. You don't like PUBG? No. I, I like PUBG. PUBG. I like Fortnite. And that's Apex totally Legends, fine. nothing. Yeah. But leave PUBG as PUBG. Exactly. Yeah. And I was I was all for Fortnite when it first came out, and again we talked about it. Story mode was awesome, and then Battle Royale blew up, and they just gave up on story mode. <laughs> so they did. They don't make anything for it. No, but but story mode's still there. It's still there. And, and and we have a topic, you know, a little bit further down. Okay. All right. Oh, I, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. 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 Um, should we save this for the end? This next one. Because I, th- I think it's going to be a big one. Okay, that's fair. All right. So loot box scandal. Woo, We're right scandals. there. We just, we just <laughs> talked about it. So um, it has now been made public. Like they actually like said it in court that uh, they had several people step forward and say that streamers are being paid to open loot boxes on, on their stream. And in some cases, the loot boxes are being artificially rigged to drop better prizes so that these kids who watch these Twitch streamers or whatever, then think, Oh, they could win that stuff too. And that, Oh, they only opened a few boxes and they got something amazing. It's all fake. Yeah. It's a scam. Yeah. So that's the first thing. So first of all, like you can't, you can't trust anything um, until they start putting in more laws requiring that you, that you, you know, say when somebody's sponsored, like we always, we are almost never sponsored. So we're always very clear. Hey, if we're sponsored, we're going to say we're sponsored because that's yeah. just like, I think it's just ethical. I don't have a problem saying, well, this episode well, was, you know. Yeah. Like in, when Tillamook sent us a bunch of ice cream, yes. we're like, yeah. Um, hey, Tillamook is, you know, we're Tillamook ambassadors and they yeah. sent us ice cream, but we still kind of like, we're a little hard on some of those things. Maybe, maybe we won't get any more free ice cream. <laughs> yeah, Tillamook, if you're listening, we're sorry. We, we, we like we, some of your yeah, products. Yeah, no, we love most of your products, but, um, but we try to be honest and ethical. Yeah. And these, these streamers, it's turning out that a lot of them are number one, they're not disclosing that they're actually being paid to open the loot boxes on on channel, which I think should be this, illegal. This goes back a little further to the CS:GO controversy. I don't know if you knew anything about that, but uh, these these two guys made a company where CS:GO has all kinds of cosmetic yeah. items, and um, you could 
uh, role to get this thing or whatever. And it, this is what started one piece of what started yeah, this whole yeah. thing was um, all these people were getting all these crazy legendary items that, you know, have a very low chance of getting it. And they were getting it all the time on this specific website. Well, the guy that made the website works directly for something else where he gets that information. So it was like a partnership that was, you know, secret hush hush. And then people found out and that company got sued, shut down Man. everything. I, we don't play. I, I love collaborations. I love partnerships. And I love it when, when somebody I like is like, Hey, yeah, like I'm partnering with this company now. And I'm like, congratulations, dude. Cause I know how hard it is. Like how much work it takes yeah. doing this stuff. Um, but just be upfront about it. The, the, the interesting thing to me is, uh, at first the loot box thing was cool for me. Like Overwatch had a lot, a lot of loot boxes yeah. and I bought a lot of them. I did. Um, but what I'm finding out works better with me is I call it the Hearthstone strategy. So Hearthstone just came out with their expansion yep. yesterday. Actually, it's, it's very new. Um, what they sent out to everybody. If you, if you play Hearthstone was log in now, get your free legendary. You get a free legendary just by logging in to play. Okay. So there's there's the hook right there. And it seems like every single person um, who bought cards for mm-hmm. this expansion, um, your chances go up of getting another legendary within the first 10 packs. So okay. it's it's kind of but you're you know, you're you're not being tricked. You're actually being rewarded to come back and do this thing. And that seems like a marketing strategy that's working for me because I was like, I'm ready to buy cards right now. I don't have money right now, but when I do, I'm probably going to buy some Hearthstone packs. Can you play Hearthstone on anything that's not mobile? You can play it on PC. Uh, I mean, so but so basically like the independence, none of the consoles. No. Okay. So this follow-up item is Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo have agreed that for their consoles, they're requiring all games to provide the actual odds of winning. So mm. if, you, if they sell a loot, box, a loot crate, they have to say, this is your chances of getting a rare and, you know, whatever. And they have to be honest about it, right? So, so but where do they have to put that information is the question. Well, in, in size six font at the bottom yeah, left that's of the screen. Exactly. And it's going to be one shade <laughs> off. So it's, like, it's going to be like dark brown and then tan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I'm sure it's going to have to be very clear. Uh, because it's going to have to pass uh, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo um, quality assurance, whatever. So, um, And then even more follow-up is Rocket League, no more loot boxes. At all. Yeah. Really? They're done with them. Yeah. And uh, this is following... That's crazy. Yeah, this wow. is following up an item from a couple weeks ago where Fortnite got rid of loot boxes in their in their single-player mode. Yep. Or not single-player mode, but their... The the mode nobody ever plays. <laughs> yeah, I can I can't remember what the that they're uh, save the world mode. save the world mode. Yeah, so no more loot crates in there. Um, they're switching entirely to a you see a vanity item, you just buy the vanity item. You just say, hey, it's gonna cost this many points or coins or money or whatever. And yeah, no more. Oh, I hope I have to buy ten boxes just to get one thing. That that's that kind of screwed me in Overwatch because I wanted the Cthulhu skin, mm-hmm. and I I opened up a bunch and I didn't get it, you and I was just it, like, yeah. eh, oh well. Um, Heroes, I think, has the best way for me to do it. Heroes, of the, uh, Heroes of the Storm. Um, anything you see, you can get with coins. Anything you see, you yeah, can get with I love with that. gems. Um, but the cool thing is, is they have very special ones that you can only get by purchasing said item, but you get it. You don't have to yep. gamble. Like right. you get like the shark mount. There's a shark mountain heroes that you got for buying a BlizzCon pass. There's no surprise that you're not going to get it. You, you just get it. But everything you see in heroes 
mostly like 99% of the stuff you can buy with the currency you earn by playing the game. And I, I love that. And yeah. I've, I've bought a bunch of stuff in Heroes of the Storm and I, I paid some cash because I just felt like, I mean, for me personally, if I play a game a lot, it's easier for me to say, you know what? I've been playing this game for free. Why not? Why not throw ten bucks yeah. at them? Yeah, and then get something I want out of it too, as well. Yeah, you're you're to win win. Yeah, it's it's so heroes is interesting because it's kind of not, it's not a gambling type thing at all. You get a loot crate every time you level up. Yeah, and that loot crate could have anything in it, but you also have the option to buy anything in that loot crate. Yep, which is currency. I guess Blizzard was ahead of its time yeah. in in that mode. Yeah. So the next item is this was an, an article saying. Now, they reversed the title. So the way I'm putting the title in the show notes is one-third of the shows canceled by Netflix this year are by woman creators. Does, hmm. that, seem, does that seem like unfair to women? or Like, like they, they cancel a bunch of shows all the time. Yeah, they do. And one-third of the shows were by female creators. That seems, I mean, it's less than half. It's a lot less than half. Right? <laughs> Um, so that's Orange is the New Black, the OA. The OA is great. Actually, the, you should watch the OA if you haven't watched the OA. It's really good. Um, the Orange is new, the New Black is also really good, but also it's really boring for me because I'm a comic book person and yeah. I just don't care. There's no superhero stuff <laughs> in There's no Orange superhero <laughs> stuff. But the OA has superpowers and stuff like that, so it's cool. Um, but the way that this this article, and this article, I've seen this article all over the place, so this is getting like some traction. Is there like eight... Um, Netflix cancels eight shows by female creators. And it's like, man, is there something wrong here? Is there something right. like, is there something nefarious going on at Netflix? No. No, no, no. It's, I looked, it was like, it's one third of the shows. So uh, yeah, they cancel a lot of shows. You and should change the article even more. Two thirds of the shows were canceled by men. Okay. Who? Yeah. <laughs> um, now the, the author of this article that's kind of getting a lot of traction is they're saying that, because there's so few female creators that actually the percentage should be lower and um, they're not totally wrong. Honestly, they're, I guess they're not totally wrong Okay. because the orange is the new black is a great show. The always a great show, but Netflix has a thing where they like to cancel shows on the third season. That's true. I've noticed. Yeah. Right. That's, that's their thing. And I think it's interesting, this idea that it's basically unfair to burgeoning creators who never had an opportunity to create things before that they won't have an opportunity like a female creator, a, I don't know, a Latina, Latino creator or anybody creator that maybe before 20 years ago, they wouldn't have had like an opportunity to create. Now they can create, but the time of like nine series shows or how many seasons of supernatural 14 seasons of of (laughs) supernatural that time is basically gone because when you go into the fourth, fifth and so on season, Netflix is saying that people are afraid to jump in on the new season. They're like, no, I, I, if I'm going to get interested then I'm going to have to start this, the first season. Yeah. So Netflix just constantly churns their, their budget. And uh, I had never really thought about it before, but, yeah, that's what they do. Three seasons, they're done. I also don't think that that's wrong for Netflix. Netflix is all about money and getting some more stuff out there, and they have no problem cutting whatever it is that's not making yeah. them enough. And it, it's, I think we're getting great new stories, whereas maybe um, 
maybe 75 years of Superman, maybe that's why Superman is kind of boring now in the yeah, comics right. because you just don't need that many yeah. years. Yeah. Um, maybe the Greeks had it right, right? You, you didn't get endless stories of Hercules. Like you really don't have that many different stories of their of their mythic characters. Can you imagine being uh, like a pitch man or whatever for Netflix and someone comes up to you and goes, so what if Superman, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> we don't need it. We don't need it. <laughs> Unless it's the boys. Uh, no. Um, it's really, it is interesting to see how articles, the way that things are worded to try and uh, persuade you to think one way. Yeah. Like, eight shows just got canceled. What the hell? Oh, one third? Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. It's, and um, it's not apples to apples, maybe. But yeah. I, I just think, yeah, um, it's unfair because, again, we won't, we won't, like, I loved X-Files. And I and I still love Supernatural, and maybe maybe we just don't won't ever really get that again. Maybe that time period for for us is gone. Also, twenty six episodes before, right? And now yeah. most of the most of the best shows are eight ten episodes, eight to ten episodes. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's just I find it really interesting how that how it's worded, because someone can come up to you and be like, I cannot believe eight shows that were created by women just got canceled, but nobody has the wherewithal to ask how many shows in total got canceled though. Yeah. Like, Oh, 700. Really? Then eight, you're going to get mad about eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was 20. I know. I know. That's an exaggeration. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> now you're doing the reverse. James. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Um, okay. So it was Gen Con last week. This it, is the biggest board game convention in the world. This is E3 of board games. Yeah. 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 Um, this is, I, I find it very interesting. I have never gone to Gen Con. I want to. And as a board game YouTuber with a growing number of subscribers, people are like, oh, I'm going to see you there. I'm like, well, I'm not going there. How can you be a board game YouTuber and like not go there? I get it next year. I guess I'm going to have is, to go. Is Gen Con in Germany? No, Gen Con is in uh, Lake Geneva, I think. Okay, maybe it's Gamescom. I'm thinking of that's in Germany then. One yeah, of Game, them. Gamescom. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Gen Con... It's a big deal. People have to bring breathing masks because they say it smells real bad. <laughs> wow. And, um, <laughs> you know, to be fair to the people, um, like I, I think that if you shower and you wear deodorant and you go and you, and you play a strategy game all day long, from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. or so when the board game hall closes mm -hmm. and you're eating nothing but whatever you can get from the snack bar, you're going to smell bad because your brain, which uses up, I don't know, fitness people probably know better, but your brain uses like 60% of your calories for the day. Yeah. But now you've cranked it to max. You've just like, you're revving that your brain engine a hundred miles an hour all day long. And personally, as a person who plays a ton of board games, at the end of six, seven hours, my head hurts. My head yep. my head feels like after I come out of the gym. Or like, you just had like a final exam or something. Yeah, like a final exam or something. Like I feel exhausted. I can't vocalize properly. I am just all kinds of messed up. So I actually don't, I think it's a little unfair that, that Gen Con has this reputation and like true reputation of people have to bring masks and stuff like that because... Uh, it just smells bad. But I think you're just pushing out all of this crud 
through your pores. Yep. And uh, I want to believe that those people know how to use deodorant and shower. <laughs> Maybe not by day two or day three, because sometimes it's like nonstop. You just go yeah. to the hotel room, you collapse, and then you come out and you do it again, and then you repeat it for three days in a row. So yeah, it's going to smell pretty bad. That sounds like my kind of day, <laughs> but, except for you know where I shower in between. um but there's a bunch of board games that uh i thought were interesting a bunch of cool ones a bunch and way more than what we're going to talk about here but i kind of just picked out some that i thought were neat you know we have we're we're dirt sun news we have our own opinions there might have been some other board games that you guys thought were super cool uh unfortunately we don't have a four or five hour long show and i'm pretty sure byron would want to talk about board games for four or five (laughs) hours uh we so we picked the ones we thought we liked and that we will probably end up playing in our play group yep so the first board game mechanica now (laughs) concept of this one is just so good so basically the robots have have conquered the world and the the board game itself is just about building a production line for robot vacuums the most boring thing in the world (laughs) but uh, the concept is because the robots rule the world as a human, if you have, if you prove useful enough in setting up your factory, then I guess the robots will let you live. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise they don't need you. The, you know, you're just extinct. And it's funny too, cause they, cause they say robot vacuums. They're literally Roombas. Yeah. They're literally Roombas. <laughs> they, they are. Um, it's, it's the board game itself looks pretty cool, but the thing that I thought was neat was in order to help you play this game, there's going to be this AR component with your phone. So there's going to be an app and you can hold the phone over the components and it will teach you what the component is used for or how to play the game. And so that might, this might be the future. Like in the, like I have all these board games behind me and a lot of them are really hard. Yeah. And we often have questions where we have to Google, like, what does this card even mean? I swear to you, it's just, <laughs> it's, I think it's just me. Because anytime I play a game, I always encounter the one out of 1,000 scenario <laughs> where these two cards would never come together, but they did here. Yeah, and, and it's like, well, what do you do when they contradict each other in this way? Yeah. Yeah. So and that happens to me in video games, too. Like, the, the bug that never happens to anybody else, <laughs> I managed to get it somehow. I don't know how. So the, this... If if this is the future where it's like Cortana is, uh, you know, you you show her and she's like, yeah, this is what the card means. A bunch of people just got pissed off at you right now for saying Cortana and their phones lighting up. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I tried to be neutral. I, I yeah. intentionally tried to say the least the least common one. Weren't you? You were explaining to something uh, to Fabi the other day about uh, someone with an A in, uh, at the beginning of the name and the an A at the end of their name. And she's a voice companion. But you said her name and you were trying to explain something. And she was like, yeah, what's up? And you're like, no, stop, stop. Yeah. Stop doing that. It always happens. That's why I intentionally chose because I don't have the Cortana one turned yeah. on. My computer's turned off. So, All right. The next game. I, you saw this one, James. What did yeah, you think? Yeah, this one looks awesome. Because um, I think the, uh, so. it's called Pictionary Air, not AR. Pictionary Air. I thought it was AR at first because it uses AR. Yeah. But it's Pictionary Air. Um, the biggest problem people have with Pictionary is... When they're drawing, no, seriously, when they're drawing, they don't like how it, it comes out, so they erase it, and they try and start over, or something, and they're too, too too concentrated on, it needs to look exactly this way. Well, Pictionary errors... What if you what if you did it blind? Okay, that's there is a game that does that. <laughs> okay. Um, but that's what this concept basically yeah. is, because you're holding a, a marker that the app recognizes as a, as a real marker, and you draw in midair. 
So you're draw. It's like if if you if you had a card that said, "Okay, the word is cat," then you would take this marker and just draw, you know, a big giant cat that you can't see, but the people who are holding up their apps they can see. Wow, that's awesome! It looks really cool. So by all means, if you're at home, I know if you're in the car, whatever you're listening to us. But later on, go to the show notes, click on the link. It looks very cool and very real. Like it looks like these people were playing it at, uh, at Gen Con. So I, I swear to you, it won't take more than 30 seconds for someone to draw a phallic shaped symbol <laughs> or a middle finger or something. It's going to happen right away. And, and they'll be like, and the people will be like guessing like penis. It's a flagpole. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, this next one is a Norwegian game. I've uh, actually played this before. You've played class? Yeah, I have. Not, I don't know if it was called Clask, but I've played a game exactly like it. So, okay, so Clask, so this is a Norwegian game, and it's actually not that new, but it's new being marketed to Americans. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's being brought to Gen Con this year, and so it's going to be sold in probably Target and stuff like that. It's like Byron would play this one. It's like air, <laughs> it's like air hockey, but it's magnets. So you you reach your hand under or foosball. You reach your hand underneath the machine with your with your puck, and you're controlling the ball. No, no, no. Or the so you reach under the board, and yeah. there's a mag, there's a paddle you're holding onto under the yeah. uh, under the board. There's also a paddle up top that is magnetized to what is going through the board, and you're trying to move this little paddle to get the ball into the hole. Your on the other side. Your opponent. Yeah. But they've added some other components in this one that were unique and interesting. I really liked them. So there's um, little white things. Little white magnets. White, white magnets on, on the game board where if you get too close, your magnet will pick them up. Imagine it's like crossing the uh, line. So yeah. you're not supposed to cross the line. So your punishment. If you, get, if you get two of them on your paddle, then your opponent gets a point. So now you got to try and bo- block this ball that's going everywhere without getting these things. Wow, yeah. Your, and then they added one more component. Yeah. The hole that the ball goes in is a little sunken into this into this game board. If your paddle goes into that hole, your opponent gets a point. Wow! So this, you're, it's very skill based. Yeah, very <laughs> this skill-based. is super basic. Like they could have made this game a thousand years ago. Yeah, right. They, they could. Yeah, it's just magnets and, and wood. So uh, super Norwegian, super simple. And they said that this game was one of the most popular games at Gen Con because you could just play it. You could just sit down. You could play it. There was no setup. There's no decks of cards you have to shuffle. There's no things you have. To, almost anybody could play it within 30 seconds. Yeah. Nice. Sit down. What do I got to do? Get the ball in the hole. <laughs> All right. So this is, and it's, I don't know, it's probably like two feet by one feet, foot or something like that. So you can totally buy this for your family, play it with your family. Uh, I'm going to be buying it if I uh, if I see it or I buy it on yeah. Amazon, whatever. So yeah. What is it again? Clask. K-L-A-S-K. Clask. Okay. It's also going to be in the fun. show notes that we're going to link to you. so Because nice, <laughs> nice. you're going to be on this episode. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, yes, it looks super cool. Uh, next game? Horrified. I'm horrified to even talk about No, that's the name of the game. Yeah. It's called Horrified. Um, it looks cool. Yeah. I know I say that like, oh, it looks cool. No, no, this game looks freaking cool. Well, and, and you like Ravenburger, so. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, okay, so you've probably... At least your girlfriend likes Ravenburger because yeah. she loves Villainous. I was, yes, yes, she does. This, this is made by the same company that made Villainous, and Ravensburger also makes a bunch of uh, scenic puzzles. 
You've never seen me put together a puzzle. I haven't put together a puzzle in a long time, but I love doing them when it's in front of me. So if someone threw a puzzle in front of me, I'm going to start. You're like a vampire, but instead of like picking up sunflower seeds, you're like, you're like playing puzzles. Yeah. I I love puzzles, (laughs) but, uh, this one was cool. So it's, it's a very interesting, uh, unique cast of characters. So they're using the universal studios, classic monsters, which would be what rich mummy, Dracula, Frankenstein, Frankenstein. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Frankenstein's monster. That's fair. (laughs) Which I think I told you just the other day, David Harbour, our our favorite Agent Hopper, yeah. is in a movie on Netflix called Frankenstein's Monsters Monster Frankenstein. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird. It's a weird, weird-ass uh, movie. A creature from and the Black Lagoon. Yep. A Wolfman. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. It's I, not like Villainous, though. You don't play it like Villainous, right? Or Universal Studios. They're constantly trying to somehow make these classic monsters... Into a franchise, Swamp Thing. No, I'm just kidding. Swamp uh, the DC. Mummy reboot. Yeah, yeah. That was supposed to be the beginning of a whole series of, and it yeah. failed miserably. Yeah. So it, 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 yeah. Which I love the Mummy, the original Mummy. Yeah, um, but, but like we were saying earlier, this is not a different version of Villainous. It plays completely differently. Yeah. So Villainous, you play the villains from the Disney movies, and you're trying to accomplish the goal that they had in the Disney movie. Meanwhile, you're throwing the heroes against each other. So if somebody's playing um, Captain Hook, then other people can make Peter Pan come out and like, like hold you back. You screw them up. Yep. Um, mm. But people thought Super fun. maybe because this was also based around monsters instead of Disney villains, that maybe it'd be, you know, like a reskin of villainous, but it's not, it's a co-op game where you get to try to, you know, you kind of deal out a random, opponent a mummy or the invisible man or whatever and you as a group get get to try to like defeat this this monster i I think it looks super cool uh it's called horrified and uh it's it's kind of a big deal because it's got a big ip behind it yeah Uh, Yeah. well several big ips technically yeah there's a lot maybe they're not big ips by themselves but together they're like a big ip i don't know because you know dracula the mummy that spans back Way back, people well, now you're just saying monsters. old. Okay, I don't mean old, I don't mean old. <laughs> um, yeah, this next one has a word in it that as soon as I saw the word, I was like, Well, we're getting this game, I guess. Uh, Funko versus the strategy game. Uh, I am so excited. This, this thing game. looks cool as hell, it, it looks does so cool. So, take my money. <laughs> have you seen the Funko Pops, Byron? Yes, so imagine playing a board game now with. Just random Funko Pops. I have Funko, Funko Pops distributed throughout the entire yeah, house. The entire house, they're everywhere. Uh, I used to have even way more. Oh, than no, you. I don't have a ton. Yeah. <laughs> I just have individual chosen ones that I like. I, I had a problem to where I was up to about 300 Funko Pops. And then wow. I was like, okay, I need to get rid. I am out of space. I'm literally sleeping on Funko Pop. No, I wasn't sleeping on Funko Pop. Um, but it's cool. So I don't know who's in the core game. Because there is a core base to this game. I don't yeah. know which Funkos it was. But there was expansions you can get that had Batman and Harry Potter and all these things. And it's a strategy game where you're using these characters to do something. And these look, they look like, I don't know if they're full size, but they're at least two-third size. They're big. I would say they're, so there's the mini Funkos that are small, like keychain-ish. Yeah. And then there's the regular size Funko. I would say it's about a step and a half towards a real Funko. Yeah. In between that size. They, they they will fill your hand. These are yeah. big Funko Pops. 
And I know for me, like, well, why do I only have like 15 Funko Pops instead of 300? Because there's nothing I can do with them. Yeah. So I only buy as many as I can find places in my house to put them. Um, I'm not ready to start sleeping on them or anything like that yet. <laughs> uh, we did buy the cereal and those are like toxic waste in a box. I'm not even sure if they're like actually edible. I, they Have might... you tried the Funko Pop cereal? Never even I, heard of it. I wish we still had some. I don't even think they were intended to be eaten. I, do, I don't <laughs> think they're intended to be eaten. Are they super sugary? or just... I wish. Really? They taste metallic. Oh, they, wow. I mean, they po- they taste both <laughs> they pay- taste both metallic and extremely bland at the same time. It, yeah, it it doesn't taste like food. No. And the worst part about it, the the toys, the Funko Pops that come in it, it's like Elvira box cereal, Funko Pop, <laughs> and you see a picture of an Elvira uh, Funko Pop, and you're like, well, at worst, I'll just buy the box, throw away the cereal, and get the Elvira Funko Pop out of it. She's smaller than a keychain version. Yeah. Like she she is so <laughs> tiny. Yeah. There's like no detail to this figure. And you know, I guess if she was super tiny and had great detail, I'd be okay with it. There's she's super tiny and cheap. Honestly, uh, I think the the whole strategy behind them was you're buying the box. So you want to display the box. Is the, super box. Cool. the box is super cool. Yeah. We threw away the box, I yeah. think. Because <laughs> yeah. They're they're not good. They're not good. They're really not good. But Funkoverse strategy. But we're going to keep buying more of the Funko cereals too. So, because they're coming out with more. Yeah. And they look super cool too. Damn, those boxes. They, they look so cool. Why do I keep buying them? Uh, but this one looks like, and we were talking about it before. We hope that in some way or fashion, you can take Funkos that you have currently and put them in the game somehow. I want to take the giant Stay Puffed Marshmallow Funko Pop <laughs> and use that in the game. It, it this, this game looks amazing. You got to click on the link. It. I am so excited about this game that I know nothing about. <laughs> but we the, saw it was a strategy game and had Funkos, and we're like, hell you, yeah! You can have a Batman Funko with a Harry uh, Potter, Harry Potter yeah. Funko. I am with it. Yeah. Like, let's do it. Uh, Byron, have you seen Tremors? The no. movie, the movie Tremors. No. With the giant worms. No. I would say, no. how dare you? But I haven't seen it either. <laughs> what? You haven't, haven't seen, seen Tremors? Tremors? No. You've never seen Tremors? No, I haven't. Is this I know. New? No, I know. It's a it's a Shia LaBeouf old like fan favorite uh, movie. Like back when he was a well, kid, Shia yeah. LaBeouf, and it has a uh, six degrees to Kevin Bacon guy. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Kevin six degrees to Kevin Bacon guy is Kevin Bacon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's Kevin Bacon, and uh, yeah, he's uh, oh man, guys. I what, know what it's about. I know everything about it. I just haven't seen it. Okay, I know nothing. So John Snow over there. Oh man. <laughs> you, okay, these these guys go into the desert and dig and dig and it turns out that there's these giant worms, snakes, th- alien things that they sense vibrations and they will come and eat you. So imagine how uh, well, you don't even know how big they were. I think they're twenty five foot. They're big, long. They're super I told you big. I've seen everything about it. I just okay. haven't seen it. So they're real big, and so pretty soon people are like hiding on tops of of things. Com- compare it to the sandworm from Beetlejuice. That's what I was thinking yeah. about. Yeah. 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 Okay. But so yeah, exactly. It's like those sandworms from Beetlejuice. So everybody's like sneaking around on top of things, trying not to make too much sound or too much noise, because if they make vibrations, the worms will come. And they're all trying to get out of this little tiny town as they're running out of food and water and whatever. And uh, this is before cell phones and stuff, or or maybe they just didn't 
the tower was broken or something. I don't know. And so they're trying to get back. At any rate, it's a super cult classic. Yes. This board game designer did not get rights for Tremors. <laughs> so instead, he made this game called Terror Below. They did this Kickstarter earlier this year. You can now, I think, kind of pre-order it. It'll be out. It is fully funded and done. Yeah, it's fully it, funded and done. Yeah, so it was, now it was point, asking for ten thousand. It made one hundred and sixty thousand. So yeah, it's, because it's people good. who love Tremors, uh-huh. super excited about this game. And in this game, you're in a little town, and giant worms are coming out, and you have to try to get the eggs back to civilization without getting eaten by the giant worms. Mm-hmm. Some, something like that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it looks super cool. It's super fun. They, they, they make a lot of like jokes and, um, I don't know the art style is, I don't know what the art style is. It's a very distinctive cartoonish. Yeah. Like 70s style yeah. art. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of homage to B movie kind of stuff. Yep. Looks super cool. Uh, the last uh, piece of news that we have, but also the most important board game that we're going to talk about. Marvel Champions from Fantasy Flight. God, I love Fantasy Flight games. Um, it's a co-op living card game. So have you ever heard of a living card game? No. So living card game. But, okay, first of all, because you've never seen Tremors, <laughs> you don't know what it is. Do you know what Magic the Gathering is? I've heard of it. But... Okay. Do you know what Pokemon or... Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm not big into it. Well, you've heard of those. Okay. I've heard of it. Definitely. So those are living card games. No, those are not living card those, games. Oh, they're not. No, there's not. A, that's the opposite. Okay. Okay. So in those games, they. Oh yeah, sorry. They, you know, they'll have the core set, and that'll be about 150 cards, and you have to take um, 30 to 40 of those cards, mm-hmm. and you can have up to three of those cards four. of the same card. Four. Uh, up to four, depending on the game, uh, up to four copies of a of a card, and make the perfect deck to beat your friends. So you can be like, "Oh, I'm going to have this deck, and it's going to have all these ogres and fireballs." And somebody else is like, "I'm going to have a deck, and it's going to be elves, elves and archers and <laughs> and bears or something." But then every three months they release another expansion with with a bunch of random cards where you buy a a pack, a booster pack for three bucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you get say 10 cards and they've, they've upgraded. Sorry. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So they've, they've upgraded too to where it was um, back in the day when they would release these new expansion packs in magic, they would come out with one keyword. And this keyword was an ability that's supposed to define this expansion. Like this thing does this when you do this, and that's this expansion. Right. Well, they've gotten so many cards now to where each color in this expansion has their own keyword for every expansion. And they come out with these things every three months. <laughs> so in each each pack has one rare. And each box will have 30 packs, 50 packs. Yep. So and 30. each box has a one in 10 chance of one mythic rare, I think it is. Yeah. So you're supposed to buy three to four boxes or more to get all the cards from a given maybe and <laughs> and you really only want four of each card and there's and there's actually maybe only 40 cards or something like that yeah. 50 cards something like that um so you have to spend oh man you have to spend 150 200 bucks 
to possibly get on the car. Now they now technically you're not supposed to be a, a collector. The the intent was never by Richard Garfield, the creator of this game, was not that you were going to be a cre- a, a collector. The idea was you were going to be mixing and matching and trading and like you will just never ever get all the cards. But people like James, I'm just guessing, <laughs> probably spend far too much money on this stuff and actually try to collect it all. I, I slowed down. That's great. I slowed down. <laughs> uh, a, a living card game. They come out with an expansion every month or every other month. And for $15, you get all the cards. For that expansion. Yep. And you get enough copies of all the cards to just... To play the the game. To have them all. Yeah. You have the exact perfect number of cards to make whatever kind of deck you want. Yeah. And so that's a living card game. A living card game, there's no randomness at all. You just... You know... It's just like the loot store, right? Do you get a loot crate... Where you, they try to trick you into buying as many as you... And trust me, you end up throwing these cards away. Yeah. When you buy four boxes to try to get those ultra rares, you end up with like 15, 20, 30, and you can only use four <laughs> of, of any one card. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, you start using them as like placeholders and books. Yeah. It's, it gets ridiculous. <laughs> the living card games, you never get placeholders because you get the exact perfect number. So that's the concept, living card game. Yep. So Marvel Champions is a living card game. Um, that's gonna it's gonna be a co-op game to where you're gonna play as a hero, which is what um, Legendary and uh, the DC Legendary is the DC deck builder game, right? So Legendary is it's is the Legendary game system. It's okay. The, it's a, so there's the DC deck building system, which is which is fun, um, and then there's the Legendary system, I guess. Which both of them should have started like this in my opinion should have started like this to where you get to play as a hero instead of recruiting several heroes to your team yeah i am i am more in tune with playing a hero the the problem with these uh the the other games and they're fun i well some people don't like legendary but um the dc deck building system and legendary your deck of cards that you're playing against other people it will have, say, a, a copy of Shazam and a copy of Batman and a copy of you know Wolverine or whatever. But the other people will also have the same characters because you just have your 40 cards of random heroes and they have 40 cards of random heroes. And it just doesn't make any sense. Like, you're not playing a hero. So you, there's no role-playing. There's no, like, man, I'm Spider-Man. You're, you're playing a coach. You're, yeah, I guess you're playing a coach. Mm. And meanwhile, you're here. You're your players like snuck onto the other player's team sometime and yeah. now they're playing against you over there. And too. it's dumb too. Cause you'd be like, okay, um, I'm going to have Shazam fight henchman a and Oh, henchman a killed you. There's no way henchman a killed me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is ridiculous. So in Marvel champions, you're going to play a deck and everybody's going to have their own deck and each of you are going to be a hero. So like you might have the Spider-Man deck and you will draw, you know, your five cards that you kind of built. So there might be a hundred Spider-Man cards. You're going to build your perfect 30 card deck. So maybe you want to be all about webbing or mm-hmm. maybe you want to be all about martial arts or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you call spider foo, but um, <laughs> you know, he has a, his own style yeah. of fighting and then somebody else might be Captain Marvel and so on. And then each uh, you're going to have packs of villains. So you'll say like, okay, let's, let's play against Dr. Doom and it's going to be co-op. So your whole family can try to like, work together to beat the um the villains and then every month they'll have another villain pack yep. with another hero so 
I can uh, guarantee yeah, if cool. we if we get it, the first thing I want to do is I want to fight Doctor Doom as the Fantastic Four. It'd be I'm, awesome. I'm with it. It'd be I'm awesome. on board. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even care who I get. I think I, I, I think it's as a long as I get to play awesome. that robot, then I'm good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Only old people know the robot, but it's fine. <laughs> Uh, this does look like an amazing system that they have set up. Yeah. I'm hoping it, it does well because this could be the answer to the trading card game issue that people have where they want to play a trading card game, but they don't want to trade cards. So this is the, I think, sixth or seventh living card game. And they have done very, very, very well. Again, because it's you know exactly how much you have to spend if you want to get into it. Now, personally... I typically buy the first six months and I have enough to play for a long time. Oh yeah. Because we, we cycle through so many games that by the time that we play it again, it'll be as if it's new. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be as if it's so new that we have to read the rules again. Yeah. <laughs> and then play it wrong and then play it again. <laughs> yeah. Every, yeah. it seems like every game we've played in the last uh, probably four or five months, it's, this game will be much better when we try it again <laughs> because we've, we've figured out how to play again. So, yeah, it's, it's fun. Uh, so we're at the end of the news, um, but we don't want to let Byron go just yet. Uh, what are you working on now, Byron? You're, are, you, are you doing What do you any? want to rant about? Yeah. You don't have to talk about what you're working on. You, no, whatever I, you want. He needs to talk about what he's I want to know if he's doing any Blades stuff. <laughs> I'm actually, yeah. The, my, my buddy Marcus McFadden and I have been talking about jumping back into it. Uh, as far as the Daywalker series, and especially with the news of Mahershala Ali getting cast, and just really diving deeper into the whole Eric Brooks world, uh, so that is definitely in the works. Um, other than that, I've like teamed up with a pretty awesome shoe company out of Memphis. Oh, yeah, they're called Heroes, and they have a super cool shoe. You can check those guys out at uh, Heroes HeroesFootwear.com. Uh, use promo code times ten if you're gonna purchase one of those. That's, <laughs> now, wait, that's to let them know I said. Is it X T E N or T I M E S T E? No, see, it's X ten. Thank you, man. Okay, yeah. just make sure. X one zero. Um, other than that, I've just been kind of mentoring a lot locally uh, with boxing and, and helping out a lot of kids in the youth programs, and just trying to stay busy uh, until I jump back into the blade role. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm so excited about that, though, man. Uh, did you see uh, Wesley Snipes' reaction to Mahershala getting casted? <laughs> yeah. I really liked it. He took it like he wasn't like, oh, they should have cast me. Right. I'm so pissed. I was like, oh, that's going to be cool. And that's kind of how I felt he was going to react. Yeah. I think his fans are more diehard about the character than he was. I yeah. mean, I know he loves Blade, oh, yeah. but they are serious, man. <laughs> That's a bunch right oh, there. It's kind of, I mean, it, and it's it's kind of two edged sword for me because I love Wesley Snipes' yeah. blade. I, that that was my blade. But on the flip side, Mahershala, we've talked about him before. He yeah. can act. Yeah. And I am excited to see what he does with Blade. Exactly. Because he's gonna do good. But I mean, throwing a Wesley Snipes cameo at least that'd be cool. So <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I I just um, he can act, and and it is exciting to see a blade that. Uh, that might be a little bit more emotive. Yeah. Yeah. We, we might get a little bit more dialogue from him. And it's, it's weird. It is weird because as the way Wesley Snipes did his version mm-hmm. of Blade, he didn't need to because you thought Blade was cooler because... For, he, because he, he didn't talk? Yeah. Because right. he didn't show it. He just he cut you. That was it. You're dead. Yeah. That's, that's what I liked. And then um, I found out how much I could like Blade when... This might be controversial. <laughs> but I, I found out how much I could actually like Blade when Trinity came out. 
and you threw Ryan Reynolds in there, the talker. Yeah. And he wouldn't shut up, but it was so freaking hilarious. Um, I still remember one of the lines from that movie. He's like, you made a goddamn vampire Pomeranian? <laughs> <laughs> I love Ryan Reynolds, but it's cool because Ryan Reynolds gave me what I wanted in the terms of comedy in, in that version of Blade, but I still had the cool badass Blade and I was happy with yeah. it. But I think maybe Mahershala is going to do less comedy, more... Um, I wouldn't want to say serious because Blade or Wesley Snipes was very serious, but more emotive, like you said. Yeah, he's gonna have some more some more range, and it's gonna tie into the Marvel universe. So, I'm yeah. just kind of at a point with my superheroes now, with going into like a new phase with Marvel and even DC bringing in new heroes. I just wish they would cast unknowns as the character because it's supposed to go on so long. Yeah. you know what I mean. And I'm like. I'd love to see some unfamiliar faces as Tom Holland was exactly for Spider-Man. That's, that's yeah. a perfect well, example. But Captain America was an unknown. I, I would I would beg to differ. I, I saw his ass torch. In, in oh yeah, he was human torch. <laughs> and that torch. movie does not count. <laughs> that movie does not you cannot bring up that version of <laughs> I was gonna say, and I saw his ass and not another teen movie. So um yeah, I mean I guess but it definitely he's not like a He's not an A-lister. Right. He's an A-lister now, but he wasn't then. True. And what's funny is you could argue that Chris Hemsworth wasn't an A-lister until Marvel either. Yeah. But his entire family was. Because all the Hemsworths are actors <laughs> and they're sure. all like gorgeous uh, yeah. monsters of men and stuff. Like, no, it was that he was they were made for acting. All of them were. Yeah. Um I I definitely felt like uh well, other than Alita Battle Angel, what else has he been in? Who uh who are we talking about? Uh, the new Blade. Mahershala? Yeah. Uh, so he was... Uh, I keep talking about this. And on my um, my 100 movie bucket list, yeah. he was in a movie called Moonlight. And it I was, keep seeing references to Moonlight. It was... Which is weird because I never suspected anybody would... Uh, I don't know. It, to to the, the people that I hang out with and yeah. the people that I know, I do not expect a lot of my friends to like Moonlight. Because what it is is so... <laughs> Mahershala um, Ali's character, he plays uh, an older kind of gangsterish guy okay. who's teaching this kid um, to like not, not get bullied and not get beat up and stuff. But the kid doesn't realize the reason he's getting beat up and the reason he's getting How bullied. How old is this movie? I don't think it's that old. Not I don't. I think it's two like, years. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the reason he's getting beat up and the reason he's getting bullied is because he's gay and he doesn't know it. He doesn't know how to respond to him being gay in a gangster community where that okay. is not allowed right. at all in a gangster community and it shows the whole you know hit the kid aging all the way up into an adult and him coming to terms mm-hmm. and realizing that he was gay and then goes back to his childhood friend and it just i mean it was such it a movie for a loop man. yeah we actually just me and my fiance watched that last weekend and i'm thinking like mahershala lee and you know seeing him in like luke cage and stuff i didn't know oh, what yeah, to expect cage. Ah, uh, so when we saw that, it was so it was too many twists and turns, <laughs> man. It was, I was cr- like, what I, is going on? Um, the the explanation that Netflix put up does a good job of not giving away yeah, anything at all, but telling you kind of like like it's a gangster movie where they you know how do you how does a guy deal with his emotions? But when they say emotions, they don't say which ones he's. How does he deal with his emotions ra- being raised in this way? And they're like because he's gay. But and that's why yeah, he's trying yeah. to deal with these emotions. And I don't know. Some people might hate the movie, but I thought it was brilliant. 
I thought it belonged on that 100 movie bucket list poster I have. <laughs> it is definitely movie. I Beauty loved him see. in Luke Cage. Uh, and, too. Oh yes, uh, was it Snake Eyes? Is that his Diamondback. name? Diamondback. Diamondback. Yeah, it was like Snake. And see, something. that's that's an example. Like you already played a Marvel character, yeah. So bring in. But I am very excited to see what he does. And Marvel, if you're listening, we have a better blade right here. I'm just saying. Just, uh, just saying. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah. Um, the only well, okay. So let's let me kind of um, back it up a little bit. I think Mahershala will do very well. I still think he'll do very Absolutely. well as the older Blade. But I think the way you guys are shooting your thing is something that needs to happen. And I don't think Marvel is going to do that. I don't think they're going to do a quote unquote origin story for Blade. They probably not. Probably not. But the th- the only thing is, is that with Disney Plus. They might become so hungry for, um, I guess MCU content. Yes, that they just start putting out endless amounts. Of, yes. It's like it'd be the comics. <laughs> Three years from now, Byron's <laughs> gonna turn on Disney Plus and it's gonna say Blade Origins. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> He's like, I want to come back on the show. <laughs> That's like my craziest dream is that Mahershala. That he's like, just ends up directing it. It's oh, like we actually just full circle thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, awesome. and it's like you think he's gonna play Blade, but he's actually at the helm of you know just yeah. directing it. Because I think an origin story, being that it's what twenty one years ago since the films came out, it it needs to be said. Like you just said, it needs to be told. It, it yeah. needs to it needs to be said in a certain way, though. Yeah, but even like with Morbius coming out, it can all connect. Yeah, yeah. the whole world. I yeah. mean, everybody, everybody who's a comic book fan at all would pretty much know if you said Blade, okay, you know the you know the origin story mostly. Yeah. Mom and you know, mom and dad were killed or you know, whatever, it got bit. He's half vampire, all yeah, yada yada yada. But there is a whole span of 20, 20 ish, 30 ish years of him finding out, you know, about himself being half of a vampire and half not that they could explore that exactly. needs to be done, I think. It needs to be done in a certain way. Just like on the exact flip side, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, they did not do an origin story because yeah. we don't yep. need it. We've had 17 origin stories right. in Spider-Man. We don't need another and, one. And we just had one. They yeah. literally just, <laughs> exactly. they just threw away uh, whichever version of Spider-Man and, that was. And Spider-Verse even made fun of themselves for it. He's like, you've seen me do this <laughs> and that and that. Like, I don't need to tell you how I got here. This is how I got here. Yeah. Right. But on the flip side, they were like, this is an origin story, but it's not the one you're used to. Yeah. So it definitely needs to be done in a certain way. I think if they're if they're gonna do the blade, I don't want to just see Blade come out and just start slashing vampires in the first five minutes. Like, yeah. give me a reason to want to like Blade. I mean, I like Blade, but give me a give right. me a reason. Fall in love with the character. Yeah. It's it's that like, heart, like Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. If if you hadn't watched Iron Man one, two, and three, and maybe skip Civil War yeah. or something, and you jump right into the Avengers movie. Not not any, but just yeah, you're not gonna care. You're not gonna care about who Iron Man was. Yep. You, you didn't see him go through the struggle, and it's the same with Blade. I think you don't understand. Nobody w- would really understand the struggles of being a daywalker. Yeah, I I almost wonder, like there there's these characters like Blade, like Luke Cage, that don't have as much controversy. Whereas, like if they, I don't like we don't know. Who is going to be an Iron Man for? Is it going to be Ironheart? Right. We don't know. But there's a lot of controversy there, right? You're putting a female character. You're putting a black character. It feels like a diversity play when you do that, when you take an existing character and replace them. 
right? And then, Agreed. and so you get all those trolls coming out, and the trolls are legitimately upset that their character is being replaced. Yeah. But Luke Cage is an awesome character right there. You can just do something with him. Blade is an awesome character right there. You can just do something with him. And they've never really, um, I, I mean, I, and I don't know if they can because Blade is rated R. Yeah. So can it never go mainstream? Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it can't. But um, a lot of the Marvel movies are pretty violent despite... Having a PG-13 rating. <laughs> having they a PG-13 rating. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what, what I don't think people realize, like everybody's so excited, you know, Blade is going to be in the Marvel Universe. There's going to be some way he ties into the MCU. It's going to be awesome. But people aren't looking hard enough. That means vampires are going to be exactly. in the MCU. Do you know how cool mm-hmm. that is? <laughs> we have uh, Dormammu, and now we have vampires. Like, we're all over the place now. This is amazing. It's completely opened up now. I just want that dragon. Fu Fu Xing or whatever his name is. Uh, wait, what? They, they have some. They have some really old. Uh, they do, but you said that, and it made me think: Is he gonna? Is there gonna be something they're gonna do in uh, Shang Chi with a dragon? Maybe. Uh, who know? Who knows? I don't know. The, the Chinese are really fussy about their dragons. Yeah. So, uh, and because because Disney expects to make a good portion of their money from the Chinese market, they might be very sensitive about putting in. Uh, Asian dragons into their into their movies. Well, and there's a uh, <laughs> I can have a whole hour long conversation <laughs> on, on dragons alone. Yeah. And first of all, the difference between dragons, wyverns, and worms. Oh and my then, gosh. And then the difference between an Asian dragon and a European dragon. Their their ideologies are completely sure, different. Yeah. Uh, a, a European dragon is greedy, where uh, a Chinese dragon or an Asian dragon would be completely not. They're not greedy. They're they're symbolizing something else. They're symbolizing something else, which sometimes can still be lead to bad things for yeah. the humans involved or whatever. But yeah, I mean, challenges and um, barriers to spiritual enlightenment and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff. So punch one, you get powers of iron fists. That's <laughs> probably the stuff they don't like. Probably the stuff they don't like. <laughs> don't don't punch dragons. So. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, Anything, anything else you got? I know you've been you you work with uh, CCC a little bit. No, and that's CCC. Not CCC. Um, Dang, I just forgot. It's based. Are you? you don't no, you don't do CCC stuff. No. You part of any charities or no? Just I'm just solo out here, man. Yeah, just solo. <laughs> just he Black just... Panther, Spider Man, out here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think we talked about it before when you were first on the show, but your uh, your kid, him doing uh, Miles, I that was when I saw Miles Morales in Spider Verse. It was one of those things where you smile. You're like, oh, that's that's a Miles. Your kid made me do the same thing. Yeah. I was like, he's Miles right there. If, if Miles was a real life person, he'd look like that. It, yeah, it was awesome. It's it was awesome. really, it's it's really a strange thing to see because <laughs> now that he dresses up and like goes to parties with me, when the kids normally say take off your mask, I don't. Yeah. But when they tell him to do it and he takes it off, they the whole <laughs> party goes nuts. Like he stepped out of the screen, man. It's it's yeah, yeah it's weird because. <laughs> I guarantee there's probably some troll or some jackass out there. He's like, you probably not even black under there. And you exactly. Holy shit, he is! <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, he escaped from the Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah. That's what, I don't know if you guys saw my social media when I posted the video of him going to the birthday boy's house. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. The mom like requested that. She's like, please, because he looks so much like the. And we watch this movie a thousand times a day. If he can just show up. 
And when he said, take off your mask, Miles, and he did that, that kid literally was like a magnet and just stuck to my side. Did did you see that video? Uh, no, I did not. It's it was so good. So the, this little kid, he was probably like what four or five, maybe. I think he was turning four. Yeah, four. Uh, the the kid was like, "Take off your mask, Miles," and you know, like <laughs> just just as a curiosity sake thing. And then when your son did, he took off his mask. He's like, "Miles!" <laughs> like, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, and even just the personality, everything about that, what they showed in that the film was is my son. It's it's. It's not like I tell I tell everybody that movie and Lion King were the only movies that made me cry, and that's just because if, of the father son dynamic yeah. and Into the Spider Verse. And if you're gonna do that father son dynamic thing and you're gonna record it, you need to do one thing for me. What is you that? need to do that thing where in the very beginning of Spider Verse, he's like, "Say I love you, Dad." <laughs> exactly, and that's you, us all day. <laughs> that is me and him all day, man. <laughs> so um, I know we talk a lot about Spider Man because you do that, but the other thing, I'm wearing my Black Panther hat. For a it reason, um, we had, I don't know, it's not really controversy, I would mm-hmm. say, but there, there's been talks that uh, Michael B. Jordan is going to be in Black Panther 2. What the hell do you think that means? <sighs> I don't even know, man. Me and Rich just... instantly thought flashback. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing I can kind of come up with. Well, he also drank the stuff, so he could be in the Land of the Dead or whatever. Right. Right, because the ancestral plane. Yeah, because I think all the people who've drank the stuff when they die, they go there. They connect. Yeah, yeah. So, or maybe like where he died, he just gets up. He's like, "Oh, I'm not actually dead. Never mind." I hope he doesn't just come back to life. <laughs> right, that's, just for that's no such a cheap play yeah. if they do that. I, I think, <laughs> and I, th- I think in general they know that people are mostly sick of people coming back from the dead. Like, uh, I don't know any any characters now that with time travel and things they can kind of say. It's somebody from an alternate universe. Right. Anybody you think that they'll bring back? Uh, well, besides the ones that have been announced already, like Black Widow and things like but that. But they haven't said she's coming back. Ish. Well, they're going back in time for her. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, the, the movie's going to be... Um, prequel. A prequel. Oh, okay. And it's going to have freaking Taskmaster really? as the villain. Do you know how crazy Has that been that confirmed? Yes, it has. No it has way. Confirmed. It has been confirmed. But it hasn't been confirmed who? Not who. So we, it might be a lady. Wow. That was the other... Uh, we had a, a couple weeks ago that um, there was... I forgot who it was. Uh, but an, a major actress said that she will you know, be playing in Black Widow. There will be... Taskmaster will be the villain. And she kind of like... The way she was talking hinted that Taskmaster might nice. be a female. <laughs> wow. It might be me. But she didn't say that. But yeah. it could be cool if... Taskmaster is one of those villains that can it, it can be anybody. It doesn't have to be a specific gender. It doesn't have to be a specific race. Taskmaster yeah. can just be because of, because of what his powers are, so, his, his upbringing and everything. So th- this is this is my argument on why um, normally I'm kind of against. Re- I guess these replacements is like we know who Peter Parker is. Yeah. Right. He, you know, he's supposed to be kind of the nerdy kid in high school, and if. If they make Peter Parker the jock, I'm not gonna be happy. Yeah. <laughs> if right, it, it, like he's supposed to act a certain way. Anybody can wear Spider Man. I'm fine with it. Like replace the the wearer of the outfit. Cool. Um, Taskmaster is interesting because I don't think most people know his personality. Yeah. Do you know his, Very his, his Do you know his superpower? No. Yeah. See, like most people don't know like who he is. So would you consider it savant syndrome? Uh, ish syndrome. 
he, I mean, he's he's a he's a, a savant. He's, he's a, a savant with eidetic memory. Who he can he can watch anybody do something one time, and then he can do it. Mm. So he can watch somebody play a piano, and he doesn't know how to play the piano at that point, but he can now play the exact note for note, beat for beat. Wow. Thing. Yeah. So he watches Captain America and now he can, he's not a superhuman, but he can move in a human way. Yeah. Exactly the way that Captain America does. And so his thing is that he trains mooks. He trains all the supervillains with the heroes training. Wow. And, and, and in the comics, he would always like endlessly watch recordings. Yeah of news footage of heroes so that he could add more and more repertoire. And so you would see him and he would have guns like the Punisher. He would have uh, a bow like Hawkeye. He'd have Cap- a shield that's a he, knockoff of Captain America's shield. He looks shield. like Deathstroke, but with more weapons. Yeah, like, a lot yeah, more yeah weapons. totally. Skull mask, hood. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so I, I'm invested. Like I, I like Taskmaster, but you know one thing I don't know? I don't know anything about his non-superpower like thing. He doesn't have a personality. He's like a blank slate. Yeah. And if you told me like, yeah, we're going to put a female as him. Okay. As right. long as he, as long as she, I guess, has eidetic memory yeah. and she has these powers, <laughs> I'm on board with it. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. I, I think it may, by, by all means, make this, make this character somebody we love to hate and then don't kill him. Oh my Disney. god! We talked about this a few times, uh, a few episodes ago. Can you think of any in the MCU any villains that are still alive? Main villains. Main villains. <clears throat> I guess important villains. No, because we sat here and thought about it. We we're like, Marvel kills every one of their villains. And yeah, when you asked that, that's what I was like. I'm like, only people they could bring back would be the villains, <laughs> like Whiplash and. Different things like that, but Whip. I think Whiplash and Abomination were the two technically, yeah. the, the two yeah. that we came up with, and then uh, Baron Zemo, because he will be coming back in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Or, yeah, is it Falcon Winter Soldier, or is it? I think it's Falcon Winter Soldier. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, it is. He is going to be the villain yeah. of Falcon. And, and then um, that that was it. We only yeah. had three. There's been twenty three. Dormammu technically. Dormammu. In the comics, Dormammu uh, has been destroyed a couple times, and he just comes back together because he's a universe or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But it's funny we were talking about this. Like, why <laughs> does Marvel insist on killing all their villains? I don't understand. Even like um, we were talking about with Far From Home, is he really dead? I'm pretty sure he's probably really dead. What, what do you think of the news about who the um, who the main villain is supposed to be for Phase Four and Phase Five? I don't even know who's Galactus. There's rumors it's Galactus. Really? The rumors it, are growing. It's it's growing. It's getting more and more confirmed. That sounds pretty awesome. Especially since they that he so people are taking it one of two ways. They were like, well, we didn't see Fantastic Four on the Phase Four slate. That means Fantastic Four is never going to happen. And Kevin Feige's like, no, it's going to happen, just not in Phase Four. I don't yeah. know where you guys. Are yeah, they very like. Yeah, they've got scripts. Everything yeah. is done for Phase Four. So with Fantastic Four coming in, the Galactus is a very sure possibility yeah. of being the next, yeah. the next big, big bad, very, very big bad, very big. <laughs> I, I still hope that we have Secret Wars as Phase Six. So mm. Fantastic Four saves us from Galactus in Phase Five. At the very end, I guess 
um, I don't know, Fantastic Four Endgame or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then phase six and phase seven is Secret Wars. And uh, have you read the Secret Wars comics? No. Man, just I, just get like the, the synopsis. Like watch one of the YouTube videos or whatever. But um, basically the multiverse starts collapsing and they don't know why. And each world has to fight. So each earth has to fight another earth. And if they don't fight each other, then both earths will like crush into each other and get, and they'll both be destroyed. Both universes will be destroyed. If one of the earths destroys the other earth, then that earth and that universe will live. Mm. And then they continue to collapse. So the heroes have to make a choice. Do they destroy the other earth with all their people on it? Or do they let both earths destroy each other? Wow. And that's Secret Wars. That's the new Secret Wars. Secret Wars, I think they just call it Secret Wars, but it's like the third Secret Wars because they in the 80s they had Secret Wars 1, Secret Wars 2. So... Uh, now I'm hesitating to, to give you the thing, but Fantastic Four oh, is yeah. a big part of it <laughs> and what be, they call the Future Foundation. We got, we got to tell him. We can't leave him out. No, he's got to go read oh, okay. it. <laughs> so Just buy the, buy the I'll, mega book Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at this. The, the overarching villain of the Secret Wars is the last person you would expect to be the villain. Yeah. Mm. Who now might be the first person you think would be the villain, yeah. but, which means... <laughs> Thanks, he, James. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, with that, you, uh, you want to close it off? Do we want to do the game? Oh yeah, let's do the game. You do the game oh, it's actually, guys, uh, I don't think. I, I think, yeah, it, it's it's two and a half hour podcast. I just feel like we gotta give people at home. Uh, yeah, let's let them, you know, take a break. Now. We'll do it next time. Yeah, Byron will be back. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so when you come back, we will. We're gonna play a game next time. It's called Utter Nonsense. We've played it a few times. Maybe we might have the other game, a, a different game. But if we play this one. I give you an accent and you have to say a line. He's in that an actor. Accent. He'll probably be the best at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Wesley Snipes is going to be one of them. <laughs> that, that's actually one of the cards. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, no just give him, give him one card and give him one thing. He did, he can choose to do it or not do it. Oh man. Yeah, and then, um, I'll just message his like family and say like, give him a hard time if, <laughs> if he didn't do it. So here's that one. And then, so the yellow card would be the accent you have to do it in. And the white card is the line you have to say. And, and so you don't tell us what it is. We got to try and guess. And we have to guess. Hmm. I really hope he didn't get orgasm because that would be kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I, I don't. These things are close to impossible. Yeah. These, this one's kind of on the nose. <laughs> like it's kind of obvious. Can I get two different cards? Yeah, if you yeah, want. Or a different accent. Yeah, we can do a different accent. So it's, it wasn't really an accent, though. It was more of a tone. Yeah, okay, yeah. That one. <laughs> I hate that that one's in there. That excited. I don't. Yeah. I hate that one, too, oh personally. That's right. So yellow or? Yeah, anyone. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh. Nothing will ever beat what, what Frankie did last week. <laughs> that was great. See, <laughs> so this is the same thing. Give him another uh, sleep, Sleepy <laughs> or something? That was oh, okay, yeah. Here, I'll just pick one for you. How about Is this is this too on the nose? You think? Do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. <clears throat> so he has the accent in hand now. If you guys are listening, he's going to attempt to do his best. 
blank accent. You have to try and figure out what it is. We know what it is now because we gave him the card, so we can't guess. I, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> I'm going to laugh now. <laughs> I can't do this right now. Man. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. All right, here we go. <clears throat> I just had the best workout standing on the elliptical and texting Heather. <laughs> I love that. That because we always go we go Sesame th- Street. Yeah. Either Sesame Street <laughs> or we, we or we go straight Transylvania. Yeah, right? yeah straight so Transylvania. That was great. Like I, I heard yeah, it was good. Well see, I gave him that one to see if he was just gonna talk normally. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was smooth. So like yeah, if you guys didn't figure it out yet with all the hints we gave you, he was doing a vampire. And it, coincidentally, I gave him that card because <laughs> he's a vampire, really, I guess. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll play that one a couple yeah, more. this is nice. And when yeah. we play it, we play it with you. So that way you're not the only one being oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Frankie, uh, Frankie's still winning the, the craziest one. <laughs> I like that. What is that? What is that It's called? called Utter Nonsense. Utter Nonsense. Yeah, this is the... Uh, this is the the more explicit version, I think. They also have a non-explicit yeah. version, like yeah, family-friendly, yeah. whatever. I got to get that. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, if you're looking at board games and your family games, Villainous, that one we were talking about, definitely one of the best games to date to play with family, I think. Yeah. It won't cause uh, a lot of fighting like Settlers of Catan would. It's, it's fun to play villains. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely fun it to play is. villains. Uh, I think on that note, we're going we're gonna to let you go, and we'll come back with some more news uh, the next week. Yeah. Hopefully there's something crazy happened. Not like bad crazy. I don't want bad crazy. I mean, good crazy. <laughs> good crazy. Good crazy. <laughs> we, we, uh, hopefully next week we find out Byron is actually playing Blade in uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> That'd be awesome. There you go. Uh, uh, well, if so, we probably wouldn't be able to talk, uh, talk yeah. about it. I'd definitely make time. I'd come back out, man. Well, it'd be yeah. funny. He's like, so we, we heard you got a role in a movie. What are you playing? Can't talk about it. <laughs> well, gee, we know what you're playing now, don't we? <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys later, and have a good day. Bye, guys. Bye.